Yo, 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 it's Bernard, a.k.a. The Scarlet Spider. Um, no Red Ranger today, but somebody else did commit some fraud, though. Oh, uh, yeah, that's right. That did happen. The, um, the CEO, who are you? Um, who am I? You know who I am. I well, am the King in Black. Yeah, we are the Angry Blurts. Yeah, with the, and this is the Angry Birds podcast, where the nerds are black and the nerds are angry. I just did that. Why? You just got to say where the nerds are black. Because you said Angry Birds podcast again. I didn't say that. What are you yes, talking you about? Did. No, okay, did so people are going to rewind this for like 15 seconds. I'm like, yeah, he did. But so. Um, I love how you. Um, how what? How, how you think people listen to our podcast. Keep I that mean, energy, we, Bernard. We do get listens. I mean, I don't know why you're being so downfallish of it. I don't know about business. Downfallish? Is that a word? I'm making it a word. That's not how that's not how language works. What do you mean? That is how language works. People make words up all the time and then they get put in the dictionary. You know WAP is in the dictionary now, right? Good old Megan the Stallion. And Cardi B. Yeah, I'm gonna say it's a Cardi B song featuring Megan the Stallion. But uh first things first, let's get into the uh not the fraud that we were talking about, but something very along those lines. So, uh, the Sonic the Hedgehog co-creator, Nuji Naka, has been reported, uh, I mean, has been arrested for suspected insider trading. So, yeah, he um, was arrested by the Special Investigation Department of the Tokyo District Police Prosecutor's Office alongside two former Square Enix employees. Why is that such a long line to just say the police department? It's the Special Investigation Department of Tokyo District Public Prosecutor's Office. But yeah, because that's not that's not the that's not just the general law enforcement. I I get that. I need to say uh, police. That's not accurate. That's an understatement. Okay, but yeah, so he allegedly bought ten thousand shares um, in the video game developer Aiming, which was uh, valued around twenty thousand dollars. Ahead of them announcing the Dragon Quest Tact uh, mobile game that they did in partnership with Square Enix. And so the other two employees who were arrested, uh, Tasuki Sazaka and Famuki Suzuki, also purchased a total combined um, total of 162,000 shares around a $337,250 um, value. And uh, Suzaki apparently informed. Uh, knocking Suzuki about the rise in value. So, yeah. So, for those of you who don't know, insider trading is pretty much illegal everywhere. Especially in Japan. As long as you don't get caught. Samir, it's like Baskin Robbins. Everyone always gets caught. Mm, Not everyone. There's a lot of cheaters in Congress. I mean, they didn't learn from Gordon Gekko. Did they not watch Wall Street or the Wolf of Wall Street? So, there was an issue... Again, we're not a political podcast, so I'm going to keep this brief. But uh, during the 2020 um, pandemic, when everything was crashing, a bunch of politicians sold a bomb, sold out their shares, made a ton of money, backed out of the market because yep. they knew they saw the they saw the uh, the the ride on the wall. And that was skirting. I guess it technically wasn't insider trading, but because they're because of their knowledge as uh, representatives of Congress, they kind of yep. knew what was going to happen before it happened. So. Like I said, there's a lot of plenty of people cheat, man. So if it's if they're still, most people are still serving in Congress, and they're still rich as fuck. So 
Yeah. Yeah, they need to get arrested. And I don't know. Well, they're, yeah. they're, they're arguing whether or not um, people in Congress should be able to trade at all or their spouses. You know? Yeah. I don't think so. They shouldn't. Yeah, exactly. Yes, as long as they hold office. And the moment they mention any kind of religious text, to. Okay, well, we're not doing that. All right. You all got to get on that. Okay. <laughs> all right. You, know, you stand on that. Yeah, we ain't talking about Sky Daddy and his friends. But yeah, so. um. I don't know. I don't want to condone insider trading or anything illegal. But yeah, I mean, it's jacked up because the guy co-created Sonic, and now that don't, make, that don't make him not a criminal. I didn't say that, but it's just kind of weird because I'm on the Sonic binge right now. I'm trying to finish Sonic X on Prime. I just watched two, uh, both Sonic movies. I was playing. Sonic oh, okay. X. So, so Sonic, so Sonic X, like, so. Ah, uh, here we go. <laughs> I'm just saying. So, how how far along in the Sonic X are you? I'm still on the first season. Maybe like episode eight. Oh, okay. All right. So then you Shadow tell hasn't shown audience. Have someone what? I said Shadow hasn't shown up yet. Oh, I'm just saying you can tell our audience and me with with pure honesty and integrity because that's the man we know you are. All right. Whether or not the main the, the the kid in that show has anything to take to the table does he bring anything to the table is he is he there's a point in having him there yes he's the shelter okay so he's a he's a body that 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 basically has that puts him up he basically gives him a shelter that's it that's all that's yes. all he got to the table that doesn't yeah. sound very interesting i hate you just saying i hate you do you I mean why, bro? Why what? Why your phone? Right, go yes. ahead. But yeah, prove my point. Just Human characters and Sonic properties don't need to be there, unless they're robotic, or a princess with a furry fetish, or James Marsden or Tika Sumter. Uh, no, they don't need to be there either. They saved his ass twice because they wrote it that way. They don't need to be there. They could easily wrote. They could easily wrote written any Sonic character, any pre existing Sonic character, to do that. What they did, and it would have been cooler. Even right? in the first one, I want to see rules of that. Yo, they need the next movie to have rules of that. I want to see it. I want to see how they design her. I want to see everything. Yo, I want to see it. What do you mean how they design her? They're gonna they're gonna do a design like based off of Sonic Adventure. Yeah, but I want to see how they can pull it in because dude, Knuckles looks so good, and and the after they fix Sonic. You look great, so I can't wait to see those characters, man. I just want to see. You know, I, I really think, I really think that whole Sonic thing was a was, you know, because, you know, the way movie companies work now, they want things to trend or whatever. So I really think they did that on purpose, and like they already have like that the new version of Sonic done. But I don't know. That's just me and my paranoia. But Samir, what you got, man? Besides Twitter burning down. Um, okay, well, uh, the line out here, wide, wilding. yes, yeah, yes, I guess he sucks. So, um, uh, I guess we'll, we'll circle back to him in a bit, I guess, possibly. But, uh, Netflix is rumored to be eyeing a Greta Gerwig, uh, directed Chronicles of Narnia project for two films. Hmm. Wow. And uh, I'm pretty excited. I think it's time. We it needs to be rebooted. It's been a while since we've had a, a title in that uh, franchise, and I can't wait. 
Um, that makes one of us. I was not a fan of almost said Avatar, which we obviously know I'm not a fan of. Neither James Cameron or the Last Airbender. I was never a fan of Narnia. What's your problem, with Narnia? I just didn't find it interesting. It wasn't anything in particular. It was just like it just felt so bland to me. It was bland, like. Now I have I have notes about C.S. Lewis and how he writes his narratives, but I wouldn't call it outright bland. I, I thought it was pretty cool. I mean, as far as world building goes, it's pretty amazing. The the movies, or, t- or are you talking about the books? Both. I guess. Can you hear that? Yeah, the music. Yeah, I don't know why my TV turned on by itself all of a sudden, but. Well, I have a party in the background of my complex, so that might be it too. No, well, you might be hearing something else. Then you might not be hearing my um TV. I'm gonna just tell I'm my. Here, I'm hearing something in the background, but okay. I don't know why you brought it up. Because it it was annoying me. Um, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, people. You're not sorry. You are sorry. Wow. Um, speaking of Netflix. Uh, Sonic Prime. What are your thoughts on it? Uh, the trailer looked cool. Um, I'm pretty tentatively uh, interested, but obviously, I mean, I'm, it's very clear I'm probably not in the target target demographic. So, I mean, uh, I mean, yeah, we're obviously not in the target demographic because yeah, so I'm going to just keep it chill and just see how it goes. If it sucks, it sucks. If it doesn't, it doesn't. Yeah, I'm not that big of a Sonic fan anyway. I just I just like to see where the cars fall. Bruh, you will not shut up with City Escapes. I don't want to hear that. I'm not a big Sonic fan. Yeah. Every time, hey, every time, I'm every time. Like I'm not like you. When something's good, I give it all the props. I, and I, I didn't say, I never said it wasn't a good song. Okay? I never said that. I said Live and Learn is a better song than Escape the City. Because if that was the case, Samir, why well, was Live and Learn the title song for Sonic 2? Why is it the City Escape is the only song everyone remembers? What are you talking about? Everyone knows Live and Learn because they play it at the beginning of the game. They play it at the boss fight. They play the guitar riff in the song at the end of the game. You hear City uh, Escape I, once. I gotta find a poll. I gotta find a poll somewhere and see if the uh, most popular Sonic Adventure Two song. I'm gonna look this up on Twitter real quick and see if, it, if I mean not Twitter on the internet on the interwebs. What is a better to song. Not better. The most popular. Okay, yeah. I'll, I'll pull it up. Uh, top 10 Sonic songs ranked by Spotify. Okay, here we go. I bet it's going to go a second. Okay, oh, no, let's just go to number one. I'm seeing it right now. And, oh, snap. Look and learn. And damn, number two is City of Skating from the City. Alright. I gotta concede. I gotta concede. I gotta concede. Fine. <laughs> but no, I was right. I gotta concede. <laughs> Hand on the edge of tomorrow. Live and learn. You, yeah, sometimes you got to live and learn, man. I told you. I told I'm not saying the song was in fire. I'm just saying I like to see this game more. I'm just saying live and learn. 5,655,000. And it, it, it only won by a small, it won by a margin of 100,000. Hey, 100,000 100, is a lot. Hey, that's still okay, a lot. Diesel. 
Okay, Vin Diesel. Look, I don't live my life a quarter mile at a time. I'm just saying, man. Wins a win either by an inch or a mile. Exactly. Because of family. family. No, not because of family. Because of listens. (laughs) 100,000 listens. But yeah. um, So yeah, guys. uh, Sonic Prime will be airing, I believe, starting December 15th on Netflix. So check it out. Let us know what you think. Samir, why are you okay. looking like you got disgust on your face? You like, oh, uh, well, all right. We have the nominees for the Game Awards mm-hmm. for best and um, best uh, best adaptation at the 2022 uh, Game Awards. That's what it's called. There, that's Bro, kind of are you good. And, and uh, no, I'm tired. That's what I am. <laughs> I, I was shopping all day. You heard the year you said. <laughs> 2022. No, you said 2022. Whatever. <laughs> I wish it was that year because then I wouldn't have to deal with your bitch ass. Why? Buffalo was going to be dead. I mean, what? Well, you're mortal. you're not endless. Stop it. You ain't a vampire. If you're not you Wolverine. A vampire. No one said that. You, you ain't a damn Highlander. Just stop it. I could be a Highlander if I wanted to. You don't have the metachlorines to chop off someone's head. Okay, now you're mixing franchises. I get that. I didn't want to go attitude area and say you don't you like the testicular fortitude to chop off someone's head. Well, I mean, you don't know what I'm capable of. You, I mean, I've, I've killed my own food before. I think a person isn't that hard. One time. One time. Twice. Ooh. Okay. Okay. Well, uh, yeah. our, so, anyways, the nominees are Arcane. Cyberpunk Edge Runners, Cup, the Cuphead Show, Sonic the Hedgehog 2, and Uncharted. And I gotta say that some of these titles are not like the others in this category. Sonic 2 for the win, baby! Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. So Uncharted, we're not gonna look at that. Uncharted is just hot trash. In Uncharted is not hot trash. Okay, guys, so just so you know, we're re-recording this episode. We had some technical difficulties when we recorded it. We went on a whole spill. I'm pretty sure I can save that and like put it here, but we're more or less probably going to say the same thing. Uncharted oh, listen. had its faults, uh-huh. but it was still a, a good false. movie. So here's the thing. Now, I got into this with Bernard. We're going we're gonna to hash this out again. So <laughs> if you were to compare Uncharted to the games, the movie, the movie Uncharted to the games, uh, how does it do? How does it hold up? How does it stack up to the um, to the uh, to the property? It obviously leans more towards the Uncharted Two side of things. Uh, like, okay. it's kind of like, like Uncharted. Uncharted yes. Two is an amazing game. So it's yes. good compared yes. to those. Wow, cap! What oh, you just you just disrespected the Uncharted game franchise. No, no, I, did not. I, I can't believe you did that. You I, can't. I can't believe how, how do you come to the defense of the Uncharted? Mark Wahlberg not being able to drop his Boston accent. Tom Holland trying his best and failing to be a young Mason Drake. How is he failing? And, of course, Mark Wahlberg can't drop his accent. When has Mark Wahlberg ever dropped his, his Boston exactly. accent? Exactly. That makes him a bad cast. I got look, I got number. Well, Mark Wahlberg is a weird uh, point of contention. Because and, and even then, dude, they can rewrite where we don't even know where Sully's from. For all we know, S- Sully is from Massachusetts. Maybe not Boston, but a different part of Mass- Massachusetts. Fine. He can be Boston. Whatever. Fine. You're right. It's not that big a deal. Yeah, it's all we know point. is that Sully talks like this. He's got a gruff voice. 
but he's also an older version. Uh, Mark Wahlberg is a younger version of Sully. Listen, everybody is a younger movie, version of the characters in the game. Movie did not stack up well. In fact, all it proved was all it proved is that all we need adaptations of these highly cinematic video games. The video game is doing it better. There's no reason to watch the movie if you can play the video game. So, in your case, you can play those games. There's no point in either of us watching those movies because of um, how, how, how shitty it is. Bro, we watch every single DC movie. <laughs> That's when different just... because a film adaptation is, is, is often vastly different from the comic book property. But this thing was trying to mirror the, the game. Not exactly really. And failed. Not and really. They, they did like one thing out of the game, and that was the whole plane scene. Yeah, it was. It was. It was. You didn't watch the movie. Why do we always do this, Samir? You always try to the thing. thing. Okay, right, okay, go ahead. If everyone tells you that a particular flavor of ice cream tastes like toenails, everyone says, Are you gonna buy that flavor of ice cream? I might. I bought Birdie Bot say every flavor of beans and I ate the snot one. Still. Yeah. It tastes like snot. No, it tasted more like rubber. <laughs> I mean, if I recall my days as a small snot-nosed kid, I think snot probably tastes a little bit like rubber. I don't know That's about that. Gross. Um, <laughs> I'm getting off track here. Okay, so also, going back now, look, now let's look at the other titles in this category. Okay. Because you have Sonic Adventure 2, uh, not Sonic, Sonic 2, okay? <laughs> yeah. And as far um, Overlooking a couple of stumbles, a, a, a few egregious, oh, large okay. stumbles. What okay. other stumbles? Because, because, because we know we know you hate humans in the Sonic franchise. So what are the stumbles? Besides the wedding sequence, we're going to go over this again. But yes, the wedding sequence is a huge... It, it knocks the movie out of the... I'm running, in my opinion. There's no, no way to make all this movie. Yes. There, if you look at any uh, critically or, or, um, or critically or commercially acclaimed movie... There isn't a waste of scene. Any, Samir. Well, yes. How else, how, how else would they have introduced Gun? It was a whole undercover sting operation. Did you forget that? Did was Gun the point to, of the to be there? Yeah, because they captured Sonic. In that situation, the they, they should have did something different. They really should have found some better way. A sting operation where they, they... I'm sorry, a sting operation where they had to be undercover, infiltrate the wife's sister's family... Is that what we're going with here? Now, granted, okay, it's Sonic, so it doesn't have to make that much sense. But exactly, it's, no, it's like, it's oh dumb. my god! I'm sorry, they, they, I'm sorry. Any, any second that they're not furthering the plot that revolves around Sonic is a waste of screen time. So when you have all these characters not being Sonic the Hedgehog, doing not Sonic the Hedgehog things, is a waste of screen time. Everyone says that it was strange. Uh, that they did this detour for this wedding in the middle of this movie. Everybody said it. Everybody. And I saw everybody. Something. Everybody. everybody. Every, every reviewer, every audience member, everybody is in is in the agreement with this that, that audience that, that wedding sucked and didn't need to be in the movie. It needed to be edited out. Okay. <sighs> Only thing I see, I just pulled up a, a article on movie web said um what the movie got right and wrong, uh, every scene with the gang was like fireworks. The human characters could be better. So basically, they wanted the human characters to be fleshed out a little bit more. Robot, robot, which is entertaining. They want them gone. 
What they say? What they say? Okay, so yeah, they said um, although the wedding scene was good, they felt like they could have cut out most of it. And like I said, bro, that wedding scene was not as long as everyone thinks it is. Okay, see, that's the problem. Okay, I'm, I'm going to reiterate this again. The, the fact that you like the movie, you can't blind yourself to its faults. I love The Phantom Menace, and I'm like one of the few people that think the pirate scene is great. Okay, but it's a little long. They could have edited it out. All right, fine. Also, there's some other things. I mean, uh, the the kid that plays Anakin is definitely rough on the acting, and we couldn't use less charge. You're going to leave Jake Lloyd alone. All right. I, I love Jake Lloyd. He's great. They they bullied the hell out of him. He don't act no more, but I, I think his uh, his acting was fine for his age. Whatever. The point is, I'm not going to sit there and lie and say that movie's perfect. All right? It's a great watch. I enjoy it. I watch it yearly. Okay? But it's, you, watch it's all, not, you watch the Phantom Menace yearly? I watch all the Star Wars movies yearly because I'm a fan. And I, didn't, and I didn't stop being a fan because of one subpar movie like all these other non-fans out here. Okay? Samir, you just can't be going out there yes, just. Yes, I can. Yes, I can. <laughs> All right. If one movie scares you away from a fan from a fandom. You, you, your fandom was weak in the beginning with. We don't want you here. Okay. Fan base, get out of here. That's right. Uh, so, hey, so I'm gonna say, look, there are movies out there that have no waste of screen time. None. All right. Absolutely. Name four. Name four. 2016's The Handmaiden. Okay. Never even heard. Of. Name something I've heard of. Why? You don't watch some good movies. You, you got you got shitty taste in movies, man. Bro, Jerry Maguire. I never watched Jerry Maguire. Okay, that's a that's a that's a common film right there. Uh, let's see, another one. Brother, where art thou? Oh, brother, where art thou? Yeah. Um. No, I'll give you that one. That one was pretty much cut and dry. Richard Linklater's Be- the Before Sunrise. Didn't see it. I've never know, watched Richard Linklater. Way, but, yeah. uh, almost any Wes Anderson movie. That man's a king at um at editing and dialogue. Uh, Pulp Fiction. No waste of scenes there. We didn't need the whole scene with Ving Rhames and the Gimp. Yes, we did. did no we? one saw it coming. No one did saw we? it coming. No no one saw it coming. It. I know no one it saw it coming. Matter. No one saw it coming. And it was like, whoa. And then it have, now you can criticize him on his use of shock value in his films, but it's not about the shock value. We can't criticize him for his editing. I know that, but we did not need the scene with Bruce Willis and Marcellus White. That that yeah. that, that, that that scene alone mean, did not further the plot of the movie at all. Just Bruce and Marcellus's wife. No, Bruce Willis Bruce and Willis. Marcellus. Yes, Bruce Willis was the guy who. Killed the oh, gift. Marcellus Wallace. I think he said Marcellus's wife. No, Marcellus White. Wallace. His last name is Wallace. Yeah, you're right. It is Marcellus Wallace. What does Marcellus Wallace look like? Does he yeah. look like a bitch? All right. Yeah. Moving on. Um, let's see another great film that has uh, perfect editing. Uh, Terminator 2. Bro, it's been so long since I watched Terminator 2. I'm just getting watch it again. It's amazing. Uh, burn after reading. In fact, anything the Coen Brothers touches usually, but I'm gonna just pick burn after reading. The point is, um, Spirited Away. All these films have great editing, no wasted scenes. Everything in Spirited Away needs to be there. 
All right. Don't do not put a scene that can be edited out or doesn't need to be there, or it's just or it throws off the tone of the movie. So I can't in good conscience put Sonic Two in the company of all those other perfectly edited movies. Or at least the consensus says they're perfectly edited. I, that you can argue back if they're not, but you know it's the consensus is those movies are highly uh, well received. Uh, moving on in this list, okay. Uh, okay. The, the, two, the two that do deserve to be in this list are uh, TV series, which it's kind of weird because this category has two series and two movies in it. Yeah, it's it's giving MTV movie and TV awards right now. It's like how you gonna categorize no, a TV show and a movie for the same? Because you're categorizing. I, I get it. If, I if, if a TV show is the best way to adapt something, that, that's that's a you know. Maybe there's a hit there. Okay, because yeah. the two TV series that are here uh, adapted something expertly well. All right, Cyberpunk Edge Runner was so good that it made Cyberpunk the game popular again. All right, and in Studio it's one of Studio Trigger's best work, and that says a lot because it has some of the best company, Gurren Lagann, uh, a little Witch Academia, and Killer Kill to name a few. Okay. Trigger knows how to do spectacular uh, set pieces. Oh, and this time they didn't even go over the top. It's like they kept it close to the. They kept it close and grounded, and it still was balls to the wall. Still good. Please watch it, Bernard. I'm asking you. Try it out. You don't have to play the game. Um, the next one, of course, is these no introduction. Arcane League of Legends. Oh my God! I don't have to say anything about this show to know that it's not just spectacular. Dear God. Everything was done well. In fact, it just makes the lore of the game even better. It reinvented. It, it, it has so many reinvented tropes and, and, and representation inside of it. It's just a great piece of art. And every single scene in that show is a, is a freaking wallpaper. Everything. Good God. Oh, so good. Um, and then we have Uncharted and Sonic 2. I love Sonic 2. I had a great time with Sonic 2. But it did stumble and fell on his face for a good 20 minutes of its runtime. And Uncharted just trashed the games in. Keep so, in mind, y'all. He ain't watch Uncharted. Don't have to. Why do I need to eat toenails to know that it tastes bad? I don't know. Why would you be eating toenails in the first place? Uh, uh, why? Exactly. Now, let's play, let's play toenails with Uncharted. You, you, I don't even want to try to know that. Toenails <laughs> with Uncharted. Uh, yes, I can. Okay, well... Quick question. Your VPN isn't on, right? No. Why? Oh, just want to make sure. <laughs> All right. So <laughs> that's... Just want to make sure. Dude. That's my uh, <laughs> two cents about that. Those are the uh, uh, nominations for the Game Awards. We'll circle back to the Game Awards later uh, for another topic. Uh, Bernard, it's your turn. Uh, yeah, I really hope Uncharted or Sonic wins just to piss you off. I just want to see that. Why? They don't deserve to win. You obviously think they're better than those other two shows? Just pop out the side of your temple. Um... I can't speak on Edge Runners because don't care. Uh, watched the first episode of Arcane, wasn't for me. And Cuphead, who cares? They took too long to uh, put it on PlayStation, so at that point, I lost interest. You can play it now. Yeah, now. I had to wait what a whole year and a half before they put it on PlayStation and the Switch. At that it's point, it's just like just go ahead and watch nah, play the game. No, nah, I'm cool. At that point, it's like yo, just suck my nuts. Who hurt you? <laughs> Um, the developers of Cuphead by giving it a, a year and a half time release for Xbox. I'm, I told you before, I hate time releases. At that point, 
I don't even want to play the game anymore. Like I re- I hesitated to buy um Rise of the Tomb Raider. That's the second one, right? Uh yes. Yes, I hesitated to buy Rise of the Tomb Raider. And the only why I even because bu- remember it was an Xbox time release. Yes. Exclusive for like a year and a half. I'm not a fan of time releases. It's like, bro, I want to play you, you like, games. You like exclusives, but you don't want time releases. Yeah, well, exclusives and time releases are two different things. They're mostly the same. It's like, I'd rather time releases than exclusives. Because at least you eventually get the game. Whereas exclusives hide behind, like, console barriers. It's dumb. It's licensing. If Sony has the licensing of Spider-Man, guess what? It's going to Spider-Man. Like, perfect example. We talked about this, like, maybe three weeks ago. Activision was bought by Microsoft. So, what? In, like, five years, ain't going to be no more Call of Duty on PlayStation. It's just going to be Xbox and PC. So then it's going to be an Xbox exclusive. Well, Microsoft exclusive, but yes. Yeah, you know what I meant. You meant what I knew. But um, speaking of uh, franchises, Hasbro, you know, the company behind Transformers, uh, I believe Masters of the Universe. Um, who the hell is this Hasbro on? G.I. Joe. Um, and Power Rangers, they're actually selling their... Um, Film and television studio E1 for I believe it's two point eight billion dollars, and yeah. So I mean I don't know. Um, well, they actually said that this will not affect like any of the licensed products that they have. So this will not affect anything as far as um, Transformers, Ninja Turtles, Power Rangers, GI Joe, or any of that. So I just really hope this doesn't affect like the shows I watch that are done by E1, like the rookie, the rookie feds. They do a few more things that I watch. I just can't remember them off the top of my head. But as long as, you know, the rookie doesn't get canceled, I'll be good. Cause like I said, that's, that's my show. And I want Nathan feeling in the key working, especially since Marvel decided to cast Yaga Abdul-Mateen as Wonder Man, despite the fact that James Gunn already had him cast for Guardians 2, and they just scrapped the scenes. Keep Nathan Fillion working. He's a Canadian treasure. But uh, I also want to talk about my uh, trip to Ranger Stop. So, like I told you guys last week, I was going to Ranger Stop on a Saturday. Um, I did not shoot my shot with Karen Ashley. Uh, it was a very busy day because I went on a Saturday, so busy day at a con. Um, con had a few ups and downs. Um, one of the ups was I was able to get this very expensive Lord Dragon figure. It's a three zero, so it goes along with the ones that I have uh, that Jason David Frank signed. So I got Walter Jones to sign the Black Ranger uh, spot. The plan is to only get original Rangers to sign that, so the only one I will be missing would be yellow. Um, also met up with um, uh, Steve Cardenas, a.k.a. Rocky. So I had him and Karen Ashley sign my uh, photo print of the movie poster. So now I just got three more signatures to get, and I'll be good on that. Met Christopher Kamen Lee, oh, crap, a.k.a. Andros from Power Rangers in Space. And he signed my Andros figure. Um, I do wish I had the two-pack of um, is Andros and Astronomer, his sister. But can't find that anymore because that Hasbro Power Ranger Lightning Collection stuff actually sells out. And um, speaking of which, GameStop really needs to work on the street release dates because all the stuff that isn't supposed to be out yet, more or less, has already been released. So, like, 
the Yellow Ranger's Power Daggers are out. The Blue Ranger's Power Lance was supposed to come out at the end of this month, I believe. It's already out, as, as well as the Blue Ranger Helmet. And the new Power Sword, which is their version, which is a smaller version of the one that Bandai did. So, um, And the difference is... It has more buttons for sound effects, and when you put and when you hold it up and you put your hand across the blade, it lights up. So I thought that was pretty cool, but that bad boy is two hundred dollars. Like I said, the only downside with the Bandai weapons is there's no die cast, so it's kind of hit or miss for me. But yeah, so um, maybe one day I can get Samir to go with me to Ranger Stop. Maybe next year in November, or you know we can take a trip to Atlanta in July next year. What do you say, man? Uh, what's in Atlanta in July? Bro? The, the Ranger Stop for yeah, Ranger Stop and Pop. Oh, if it if it's a bigger convention, definitely it is. You probably talk me into it. Yeah, because it's bigger. It's, I mean, if it's, if it's gonna be, I have to really think hard if I want to go there just for um, uh, Power Rangers. Because I'm, I mean, they're cool and all, but they're not. I'm not that big of a fan. But if it was a full on convention of other things like sci fi, anime, what have you, then yeah. Totally. I mean, yeah, like I said, this this convention had like um, everyone from Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles there, so it was a Power Rangers Ninja Turtles convention. And um, I don't know, man, you might want to go because apparently um, the did you watch Power Rangers Lost Galaxy? Yeah. Okay. Uh, you remember um, the yellow years ago? Yeah. Uh, maybe. Well, apparently the Yellow Ranger from that. Okay, so I, I found this out. Um, she was the girl. She was the naked foreign exchange student and not another teen movie. Oh, wow. That's crazy. Yeah. What but, is, um, is that before or after Parents? I'm trying to remember. I'm pretty sure it was after because not another teen movie early 2000s. And Lost Galaxy, let me, I'll tell you when that was in a second. Uh, 99. And not another teen movie was 2001. So yeah, but um, what you got, man? What you got, kid? Okay, so that guilty gear stuff. Uh, yeah, I can talk about that real quick. It's just a snippet. Um, yeah, so uh, Arc System Works uh, teases that they have a IGN showcase, special showcase coming up on the twenty first of November. What is that? That is um Monday, Tuesday. Yes. Tuesday. Tuesday. No, it's Monday. Monday. I'm tripping. Monday. Yeah. So um, it's probably Guilty Gear related, and it's probably going to be the next season pass announcement with a character trailer. Uh, maybe it might not announce all the trailer, uh, all the characters. Who knows? But they're going to show the first one, which I'm curious to see what they're going to be. It could be anybody. Hopefully, it's an older one from the previous uh, one of the previous games. Um, but yeah, that's pretty cool. Um, <laughs> the next I mean, one. How long? Yeah, I, mean, I mean, this game came out last year. I mean, never they, mind. So they, they supported for about two, uh, two or so uh, more and more years until they. Until yeah, because I'm, I'm I'm looking at the season two pass. Apparently, they announced Bridget, and they have uh, three more characters that they are supposed to be announcing. All right, so I'm gonna go again because I was throwing. Um, All right. So I'm gonna do a quick hot take on this oh, one. Lordy. Oh, Lordy. What you got? Uh, I, I got two hot takes this episode. This is the first one. So I came across this uh, interesting Carl Sagan uh, interview about his, um, and this is in 1979. 
Shimmer, right? how about you tell people who Carl Sagan is? He's an astronomer, um, scientist, science fiction commentator. Uh, he big, smart dude that he unfortunately passed away in 1996. But a uh, smart guy had a lot of great ideas. Uh, yeah, he also uh, did the original Cosmos series in the I want to say the 80s. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, 1980. Yeah, and he's the reason why Neil deGrasse Tyson went into um, astrophysics. Oh, well, there you go. So, Carl Sagan, great man. Um, may he rest in peace. So, his his hot take on Star Wars was, and this I've been saying this for years, so I feel validated that Carl Sagan chimed in on this, and, and chimed in on it, like, uh, how, how many years ago before I was born? Like, eight years before I was born. Okay? Uh, seven years, I think. Yeah, seven years before I was born. So, the... He basically said that the idea that all the people that are in charge were important in the Star Wars universe oh, being shit. human. What? <laughs> I know, go. I know where you're going. Go. All right. So it was the idea that there's so many human characters and no variance is just astronomically silly, is what he was pretty much alluded to. Uh, it, so he basically said that he, if this is a galaxy far, far away in some far off planet, the idea that they're humans that look exactly like the way we do, it, it, it shouldn't happen. But we get it. Science fiction. And then he went a step further. And and, and then it's in the lack of diversity in these humans. Like, why are they all white? <laughs> you know? So, that I can agree with because... Carl Sagan was that dude who was back... This is 1979. He's like, yo, why are they all white? <laughs> yeah. But um, that I can agree with because... um. I don't know if you recall this, but remember when I told you when Marvel first started redoing the Star Wars books and Jason Aaron was writing it, uh, Han had a partner before Chewie. Uh, mm -hmm. What was the name? Uh, Sana, Sana Staros. Yeah. She's getting her own book. They announced it last week on, uh, on oh, Marvel. Good. And, yeah. and, um, and, you know, the fuck cards are like, who, who is this? Who is this person? Why is she getting a book? Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, and he also well, keep in mind she's black. So, yeah, that's the big thing yeah. about it, guys. So and so he timed it on. It's like basically there, there should be. He basically said there should be more uh, centralized alien characters, and also the idea that uh, Chewie didn't get a medal. This is 1979. This is after the first star, the the the, um, the first one, right? And it's like he's he's already saying, "Yo, where's Chewie's medal? When did Empire come out?" Uh, I want to say eighty-three. Yeah, eighty-three. Yeah, so. So yeah, this is before this. This is this is William Force. This is a hot William Force time uh, idea. Crazy, Carl Sagan, man. This guy's a he's a futurist, a visionary. Uh, may he rest in peace. Cool dude. All right. Yeah. So apparently, um, hold on a second. I'm pulling it up. So I, I decided to go to uh, Wikipedia about the Medal of Bravery, and um. So yeah, um. George Lucas actually explained that Wookiee species don't care for medals, but that a large contingent of Alliance officers was sent to Kashyyyk for a memorable celebration due to Chewie's efforts. That was retroactive, but okay. I mean, I can't see. Wait, let me see when this was actually said. Uh, this was actually on something called Banta Talks. Um, this was actually released in 1978. 
Was it really, was it said 1978 or was that particular series released in uh, 1978? Um, this was released in 1978. So I don't know. So yeah, this was actually part of the official Star Wars fan club newsletter. So he probably said it in 78. It doesn't have like what month it was released. It just has a year. So, you know, maybe Carl Sagan didn't see that. I don't know. So whack, but okay. Yeah. That's all I'm saying. So, I mean, you got to remember, Star Wars came out in 77. So if George Lucas said that in 78, I mean, that's the reason why. He gave us an explanation. Nobody just noticed it. Cap. Um, <laughs> I literally did research, and all you can just do is cap. <laughs> What's wrong with you? I can send you the link so you can see it for yourself. Tell my cat. Like, I just made all that up off the top of my head. I literally Google, why didn't you get a medal? All right, it's your turn. I got another hot take coming up. <laughs> oh, Lord. What's up with you in these hot takes? They're interesting. All right. And well thought out. Okay. So, um, this one scared me. But at the same time, I'm, I'm just like, do, do whatever you got to do, man. So, um, Chris Hemsworth actually is um, going to be taking a break from acting because he found out that he is um he was he has the genetic uh predisposition for uh alzheimer's so his make his genetic makeup actually has two copies of the gene which is apoe4 which um shows that you have an increased risk of alzheimer's because apparently he has it on his mother's side and his father's side and his i think they said it's either his grandfather is or his uncle is currently um uh, dealing with Alzheimer's. But yeah, so I mean, the only thing I can say, take as much time as you need to, you know, figure out what you want to do. Because he said he's not, he's not retiring from acting. He's just taking a break. It's like when people saw that, they were like freaking out. I've never really focused on the health of my brain. This news changes things. When I first started exploring how to live better for longer, I was sent for a whole list of tests. You have a very rare combination, which is you have two copies of APOE4, a set from your mom and a set from your dad. And what does that mean exactly? That means you have an increased risk of Alzheimer's disease. Hmm. How much higher? Probably somewhere between eight and 10 times higher than that of someone in the general population. You're constantly thinking you're going to live forever, especially as a young individual. And then to all of a sudden be told, oh, this may be the thing that might take you out was like, whoa, kind of floored me for a minute. I've been working so much for 10 or 12 years now um, and found a lot of, you know, my memories have, have felt like they're in fast forward. I don't want to find myself rushing through things anymore. But yeah, man, I mean, of, I mean, because there, there's no cure for it, unfortunately. So you can't necessarily say, you know, wish for speedy recovery or anything. But at this point, but yeah, there's not. 
just live your life. I mean, but there's nothing to do to prevent it. That's what I'm saying. He's likely to get it. It's not guaranteed, but I, I get he wants to take a break, spend more time with his family. Because, dude, you, you got to remember, his his daughter who played Gore's daughter in Love and Thunder was born when he was filming Thor The Dark World. So it's like he's probably just been spending all this time doing Marvel movies and like movies like what's the what's that stupid um, Moby Dick movie did under the beyond not under the sea um beyond the sea or whatever it was where he lost all the muscle and everything yeah so I'm pretty sure he's just like been spending a lot of time acting like hell I mean I hate it but COVID was probably a blessing for him because everyone was isolated so he got to spend time with his family so I get it but yeah. Just, you know, best wishes to um, Chris Hemsworth. And like I said, let's just hope for the best. And, you know, look, I, I mean, if he wants to step away, you definitely do what's best for you. Yeah. And and uh, always put your, your health and your family at the priority. And being that I said that, if they need to use Thor in other movies, don't you don't fucking say it. We can just recast. Oh, my God. See, you got me fucking up my nose. I'm trying to write Chris Hemsworth decides to take a break from acting. I done typed in goddamn it, Chris Hemsworth decides to recast. <laughs> Look, I-, I wish him the best. I really hope he uh uh you know again uh takes care of himself and and I would love to see him more in the works because extraction was amazing. We're getting extraction too soon, hopefully. Yeah. And um Yeah, but if you guys want to actually see where he found out that he was on um, yeah. Could possibly get Alzheimer's. He actually did a Nat Geo series called Limitless. It actually comes on Disney Plus, so you guys can check that out. But yeah, what do you got? What the hell is on my face? Oh, that's a pimple. Uh, I mean, just how ugly? You're not funny, and nobody likes you. No, I'm looking at ugly. Is wearing glasses and a black shirt. You said, um. Tall, dark, and chocolatey wrong. I did not say tall, dark, and chocolatey. All right. So, Amazon. Um, Is this a hot take? No. It's okay. So, they're getting Spider Man related content for starting oh, off with. I oh, just stole my story. I thought you was talking about them laying off the 10,000 employees. No, after that, who cares? I mean, it sucks, but we, we, why would we care about it? It's like, our podcast doesn't really talk on that kind of stuff usually. Um, but it's literally the week before Thanksgiving and a month before Christmas. Ten thousand people are out of jobs now. Oh, it's awful! It's a terrible. Jeff Bezos is the devil, and no, there's no such thing as a good billionaire. With that being said, um, we have um, comic book, we have comic book news to talk about. Okay, if you want to talk we- about social injustice? We can, but then we're gonna be sitting here all day. I know, but you were like, oh, that's sad. Anyway, <laughs> but yeah, go ahead with the story that you stole from me. I, okay, so we, we get in this Silk series, and yes. it'll kick off a slate of Marvel slash Sony series at Amazon, which, mind you, I mean, how much Sony Marvel properties is, are there besides Spider-Man? That's all, that's, I mean, that's, that's all there is. And right now, it's in the dumpster because all they got is the Marvel Spider-Man stuff, amazing. Spider-Verse, amazing. In my opinion, Venom 1 and 2 is trash. 
and Morbius is trash. Um, I mean, that's everyone's opinion. No, so. it's not because people like Venom, and yeah. and and based yeah. on and based on your assessment, sir, if you like it, it's good. Okay, so yeah, I'm about to go full hypocrite right now. <laughs> Some things are passable. Despite the fact that they can be improved, Venom is just a straight up dumpster fire. Pick a side, pick a side, pick a side. No, no, because Venom is a dumpster fire. Or the other side. I say that you can hate, you can like something that's trash. Just admit that it's trash. It's okay to like trash sometimes. I like trash sometimes. Just admit it, okay? Don't sit there and call. What do you? What do you like? That's quote unquote trash. I said my guilty pleasure uh, last episode was Speed Racer by the Wachowski brothers, uh, sisters, sisters. Um, you know, and uh, that movie isn't good, but it's fun for me, okay? But I will never say that movie by any means need to get an award. Maybe for special effects at the time, I think they were pretty interesting how they did it, but that, everything else was just wonky, you know? Um, what else? I had number four. Dumb. Dumb movie. But it, I like it. It's fun. It's dumb. It's dumb. And it's dumb. Bad movie. What was dumb about I'm number four? I need to rewatch it. Everything. It was so YA. And it's based the, off of a YA novel. What do you yes, expect? But it doesn't need to be. I'm just saying, look, it's bad, dumb. Okay? Look, like, same thing with Twilight. Twilight is a terrible franchise, terrible book series. It's toxic as hell. It's yes, borderline. We get it. Jasper was a racist. Jasper was what a, a confederate. There's other racist stuff in that, in that book. It's just, Stephanie Myers. She's she's I don't think she's overtly racist, but she's just I think a dumb. Is she a Mormon? She's yeah, she's just dumb. You know, dumb and white. So I'm gonna give her a pass. I don't I, I don't I don't judge her completely, but she is dumb, a dumb white lady. And I don't think she's that's the name racist. That's the name of the episode now, because before it was. You sure it's not ugly, but now it's just she's just dumb and white. Okay, so listen. Uh I will still me and a friend of mine will still watch and binge all the Twilight movies and enjoy every minute of it. Because What's wrong with you and Stephanie? What's wrong with you and Stephanie? Because because it's Stephanie. Like Twilight. They're awful and they're stupid and they're just downright bad for society. But yeah. I, I'm not going to sit there and say that they deserve an award. No. They deserve to be locked in the vault at the bottom of the ocean and forgotten. Okay? Just because you like something doesn't mean it's good. Alright? Just admit it. So this whole thing about, oh, I don't care. I got to form my own opinion. Form my own opinion. But also know what makes a good movie and what's what's good storytelling look like, okay? And what good story structure is. There is a bit of a science to how you structure a film and a, Amer- and a narrative. We don't need you breaking down the science of movie writing again. Okay, because you never there says, oh, Sonic is a great movie. It's great. I didn't say, you know, I didn't say Sonic was great. I said Sonic was good. It has a 20-minute hole. Of it's not 20 minutes. minutes. I keep, why do you keep throwing 20 minutes out there? Dude, runtime? How long was Sonic? Uh, Sonic Two? How long? Was it? I don't remember. I just watched it too. I literally watched it and played a little bit of Sonic. Go Sonic check that. Go check that runtime. Because runtime is important. I'm looking it up now. Sonic the Hedgehog Two has a runtime of. Where's IMDb? Because or Rotten Tomatoes? Sun two hours and two minutes. Oh, wow, two hours. Wow. Okay, so factoring in credits, uh, opening and closing. Uh, yeah, so let's say if it was 10 to 15 minutes, I mean, that, that's pretty, I'm sorry, that's still kind of egregious, man. That's not including that silly truck scene where they, 
don't know. Uh, what truck scene? What are you talking about? The climax, where they had to bring in those human characters and save him. I guess that needed to be there. But that's a nitpick, I suppose. Uh, anyway, back, to Silk. back to Silk. Um, I, love the, I love the character. I want to see more of this character. Uh, I just, I don't... I, 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 I'm, calling, I'm calling your shenanigans right there, because, Samir, when was the last time you read a Silk comic? Um, I read the mini a while back. A Which long, one? A, a while. The first one, probably. But um, I was going to say there have been two. There was one at the beginning of this year, and there was one last year. I'll catch up. Um, you ain't never but, catching up. Stop saying that. Uh, but sit on the throne of lies. But here's the thing. Now, this is this is definitely this is a me problem. I don't want any Marvel properties outside of MCU. I feel that a Spider-Man or a Spider-Person that can't team up with the greater uh, Marvel universe as a whole, Samir. it seems to, it seems to be a little anemic. Doesn't really have the same punch. Samir. Yes. When are you going to realize Sony is never going to let Spider-Man go? <laughs> so, yeah. I mean, sounds good and all, but they ain't never going to let Spider-Man go. Yeah, well, they're not as dumb as Fox. And they also work a lot more than Fox. That's another thing. I mean, Fox doesn't exist anymore. They got bought by Disney, remember? Exactly. Also, we've been forgetting how big Sony is. Sony ain't just entertainment. Sony makes TVs, PlayStations, <laughs> headphones, <laughs> laptops, phones. They're significantly bigger than Disney. People think, oh, this dude's going to buy Nah. Y'all think? Something about that. Something about that. Like, nah. They, they, don't, they don't want that smoke. Disney does not want that smoke. I don't think Sony is bigger than Disney. No, they definitely are. Because in addition to their, their entertainment department, they have a whole other whole other side of their business. I know I that. Their, their union annual revenue is definitely higher than, than Disney's. Disney's just entertainment and merchandising. It's up right now. So, uh, uh, Sony, I can't see what their net worth is. I can just see the current stock price is at $80.39. And Disney's stock price is currently at $91.80. Um, try Disney's net worth. Disney's net worth is at $167.36 billion. Sony's net worth is... Doesn't Wikipedia realize that? No, $99 billion. So Disney still got them beat by at least $40 billion. Dollars. I'm going to say that's not true at all. Let me check this. This is uh, Disney's net worth from macrotrends.net. And the same thing with Sony. Got me looking up TDP and 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 gross income of of world of international um uh, trading companies. So yeah, so like I said, Sony is at one point three eight billion for the fiscal year of twenty twenty one. I it is on Wikipedia actually. I told you it's on Wikipedia. Yeah, and Disney is um. Nah, Cap. Okay, so the, the, their revenue for 2022, uh, Disney's is 82 billion for 2022. Yeah, but Sony's and, isn't up yet for uh, 2022. Yeah, it is. Hang on. I'm on Wikipedia right now. Oh, last year. Yeah. Okay, so last year they did make um, 81 billion last year. So yes. they already reported how much last year? I mean, this year? 
Disney. Uh, Disney. Uh, I don't reported think how much? Eighty-two point uh, And their total assets, according to uh, Wikipedia, uh, from two thousand twenty-two, is two hundred three point six hundred thirty-one billion for Disney. Two hundred and what? Hold on, let me go back to it. Two hundred and three. Two hundred and three. Whereas uh Sony's total assets currently well uh from last year. Yeah, yeah, last year was uh two hundred and thirty-eight billion. So we yeah. gotta wait to see what's what's only this. That's, yeah, but that's the thing So there's no reason for Sony to do God thing anything. The problem, so even if hypothetically, let's say Disney is a little bit ahead of the buy, let's say a good ten billion uh revenue a year. Or or more, right? Mm-hmm. They're not they're not in the shitter like like Fox was, and they're not going to be easily bought out. I mean, technically, Fox wasn't in the shitter; they just sold the company. Yeah, but I mean, it's it. I'm not sure if Fox News is still making anything. The, the news portion Fox of that news, Fox News is its whole separate thing. It wasn't Fox, it wasn't part of Fox. Right. News. It was it was entertainment exactly. They they cut the entertainment division, and it, the entertainment division wasn't making any money because I remember they were losing a lot of um. A lot of revenue on failed uh, on a lot of their failed uh, film ventures, like mm-hmm. the ones that they wanted to like break, break the bank with. They they kind of came short with specifically some of those X Men films. I think them X Men well, movies made money, except for New Mutants and um, Dark Phoenix. But even Dark then, Phoenix, yeah, but they, but then that, that was, was after Disney had already got it. Uh, oh, I could. Mm. Yeah, New Mutants was pretty trash. Like that was before the deal even started went through. It just didn't want to release that movie. Yeah, but New Mutants had issues from Jump Street. They had what four different reshoots. By the time New Mutants came out, Disney already owned Fox. Yeah, but by the time it came out, we got way off subject. Um, the point is, I don't want to see any. I, I, I just I want to see more Spider Man in the MCU. All we got is Peter Parker. I want to see Gwen Stacy. I want to see Cindy Moon. All right, I want to see Anya Corazon. Okay, Madam Web. I want to Julia Carpenter. I want to, I want to see all that. Dang, I do not cool. want to see a Craven the Hunter movie. All right, so, stupid, dumb. Hope it fails. So, so just fuck Ben Riley, huh? Because you just named pretty much every single woman in Spider Man's life, except ain't for some. Is he a villain still? He, he's a good guy again. Nah, he broke bad. I told you him and Madeline Primer. Uh, not Primer, Madeline Pryor. <laughs> yeah, they tend to fuck up the X Men in Peter's life. Oh, team up. Yeah, so no, F that guy then. All right. <laughs> Look, I still like Ben. It's not just because we got the same initials, bro. He, he, he made the hoodie cool in the 90s. Hoodies were always cool. Were they? Yes. When they were not. Rocky already made hoodies. If anything, Rocky made hoodies cool. Okay, so I'm going to stop you right there. Rocky wasn't in a hoodie. Rocky was in a um. He was in a whole gym uh sweat. You sure he didn't have a hoodie? It was a sweatsuit. Sure it didn't have a hood. Yes, it had a hood, but it was a sweatsuit. It had a hood. I hate you. All right. So, I mean, I know you don't care because you are behind on comics, as we already talked about. So DC has decided to showcase like. Everything that they're working on, as far as comics goes, 
with the dawn of DC. So this is all going to start off at the beginning of the year with Lazarus Planet. So we are going to be getting some titles such as Unstoppable Doom Patrol, Shazam, uh, Steelworks, Superboy Man of Tomorrow. Um, one that we don't need is going to be the Penguin. But I'm like, why are we getting a Penguin book? Tom King's writing it. So it'll... Uh, I know you hate Tom King, Samira. We we know. I don't him. hate Tom King. It wasn't his fault that the series. It was it was the editors that was the, that was not his idea. Exactly. All right. It's not. I, I'm sick. I'm just. I'm tired of Batman. I'm sick. I think Bruce Wayne's character sucks. He's he's boring. He hasn't changed in ten years. He's stagnated. All right. I will say this. Every no, I'll take. All right. This is my. I I I'll bring. I'll bring some time. Well, I'll well, hold on. Hold on. Let me let me finish this off. So like I said, we're um so I actually got the list of the books. So Superman is getting restarted. It's gonna be written by Joshua Williamson and the art's gonna be by Jamal Campbell. I think we already talked about that one because who's, um, who, who's the star of that? Uh this is Clark. Uh-huh. So yeah, Clark Kent settling back into his life on Earth with iconic new enemies, with well, while iconic um new enemies erupt from the shadows to take him on. So that starts in February. Uh the adventures of Superman John Kent um will be um written. By Tom I Taylor. feel like he should have a Kryptonian name. I mean, well, I mean, his kids on Superman and Lois don't even have Kryptonian names. I think that's silly. They should have Kryptonian names too. Do they even speak Kryptonian? No, because only one has powers. So yeah, we got the. Why does only one have powers? Um, because they weren't sure that um either of his kids were going to have powers. They actually had them tested when they were um children. And, That's dumb. And and Jordan actually so the, got, are, are the Kryptonian cells is deactivated. Uh, I guess they're so. half Kryptonian. Oh, not affect that doesn't make any sense. They just want to. They, they want to or or maybe they're just going to kick in later. So like okay, so Samir, yeah. yes, okay. So in the comics, John's powers did not kick in until he was about eight years old. That's okay. That's pretty early. There you go. Yes. In Superman and Lois, and these kids are—they'll be kids because these actors are probably in their early twenties. Uh, seventeen, eighteen, probably nineteen, twenty now. Mm-hmm. Um, because we're going into season three, so yeah. Oh, like, oh, the, I'm not saying the characters. The, the actors are probably old as hell, but the kids, no, I'm talking. To, oh, I'm talking about the actors themselves, oh, not the characters. Okay, they're nice. I'm surprised they didn't cast a bunch of old people. Uh, yo, look. So, okay, okay. So I'm gonna stop you right there because we've already gone over this. Twenty somethings can pass for teenagers nowadays. This isn't like that's that. Like, I understand why they do it. It's, it the, the labor laws is fine. I have no yeah. problem with it. Okay, um, <laughs> because because we've gone over this. Casting Tom Holland at fifteen years old to play a fifteen year old Peter Parker, he looked ten. You can look up look up Tom Holland at age fifteen and Billy Elliot. You're gonna be like he is eight. Look at ten. So I don't know about that. I mean, I was young. I was small and underdeveloped. Okay, I was undercooked. Okay. <laughs> Damn, I thought I had a picture of me up here when I was like 15. The, the, or the tall drink of chocolate Adonis you see before you wasn't done yet. Okay. Tall strip of chocolate. Well, you gas yourself up a lot, don't you? What's going to gas you up if that's so? Your wife? She do it too. She knows what's up. Great. I can't find a picture of me at 15. She knows why she's here. She couldn't resist the machismo. I wish she was there to like smack you in the head or something. 
But yeah, I mean, do you even have a picture of you at fifteen? I might have one on me. On I got one laying around, but I ain't gonna show it. Um, what was I, I saying? I might insert a picture of me at fifteen up here. All right. Okay. So listen, I just think it's dumb that you're gonna be half of something and not be susceptible to yellow sunlight. Yeah, but do it. They they might be pulling an invincible with Jordan's powers. I mean, with Jonathan's powers. Mark's like, powers kicked in at 17. 16, 17. 17. Yeah, but he's also not a Viltrumite. He's a Kryptonian. That's why I said pull an invincible. Mm, okay, whatever. so Jordan's powers kicked in under a traumatic situation. They were about to die. They literally like fell out the rafters in the barn and almost got crushed by something. So that's the reason why his powers kicked in. So as far as why Jordan's are they powers, mutants I mean, now? Like, huh? Are they mutants now? Like... What do you mean? What do you mean? I just told I mean, you. It's I just a, told yeah, you. Yeah, that's what I'm saying, though. But it's not. It's not usually tied to some traumatic experience, is it? It. I don't know. Because no, John's no, powers. Oh, no, 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 no. John actually did have a traumatic experience. Okay, he did. All right. Yeah. Yeah, he did. But um, let me get back to these right, comments. I'm, I'm, I'm tripping. At least it's not as bad as Brian Singer's Superman Return. God. That's okay. So, okay, I'm gonna stop you right there because uh, Jordan suffers from anxiety on Superman and Lois, so he has a lot that's of fine, whatever. Because that's okay. a psychological thing, okay. Asthma, that's a psychological thing. This boy got weak lungs and and, and narrow airways, and, and and why, Brian Singer? Why, why was that there? I hate you, man. I hate you, but I, I hope you get crabs. Um. <laughs> What's my hot? I was supposed to do a hot take, actually. I didn't finish talking about these comics. Cause you, you always bringing up Brian Singer and going on tangent. That man, he sucks. so yes. So like I said, um, Unstoppable Doom Patrol. Uh, like I'm so happy that Connor's finally getting a book. That one's gonna be out in April. Uh, so there's not gonna be a one Green Lantern book anymore. So there's going to be a Green Lantern Hal Jordy and a Green Lantern John Stewart book. So um, we're getting an Oliver uh, Green Arrow book. Uh, Is she still on the Sinestro Corps? Last, bro, I'm so far behind. I didn't even read that book. It's done. So I don't know. Um, We're getting a Batman, the Brave and the Bold book, which is, um, this one's going to be more like the original Brave and the Bold. Well, not the original, but like the last volume of Brave and the Bold, where it was an anthology book. So various writers and artists. Uh, Cyborg is getting a book. Like I said, Shazam is getting a book. So apparently Billy Baston's getting his powers back from Mary. And that was going to be um, written by Mark Wade and our one of our favorite cover artists of all time, Dan Moore. Where's where she going? I don't know. Her book is still going. It's, it's a four-issue mini. Uh, like I said, the Penguin and still works. So um, I guess John is going to be retiring from um, being still, and it's all going to be about Natasha. So there's a book for you, Samir. You only read books that are women-centric unless it's a teen book. I just think that teen books are the superior version of comics. Oh, my God, Samir. This is my hot take. A lot of times, solo characters are stuck in brands. When they're popular enough to have an ongoing solo book, they get in a rut. I'm sorry. There are very few uh, solo characters that get reinvented and, and stay reinvented. I think Daredevil... Admittedly, is one of those characters that gets reinvented and stays reinvented usually, but his, his life is, his life is also a hot mess. Daredevil gets fucking thrown through the ringer like every few years. Oh, my secret identity is out there. 
Oh, I'm going to pretend to be my brother. Oh, my secret identity is out there again. Guess what? I'm screwed until I can figure out a way to get all oh, of somebody to pretend to be me. Oh, wait, I'm going to jail. But guess what? Iron Fist is going to pretend to be Daredevil while I'm in jail. Oh, I'm out of jail. Guess what? Oh, I'm, I'm, I'm brainwashed by the hand. So now I'm going on a fucking vision quest and T'Challa is going to be the protector of Hell's Kitchen. Hey, I'm back, guys. Guess what? My secret identity is out there again. I'm disbarred. I can't practice law in New York, so I'm moving to San Francisco. Oh, my secret identity is still out there, but the Purple Man's kids are going to make everyone forget who I am. Oh, secret identity is about to be exposed. I fuck around with the Norstones and create a fi- uh, uh, the, the version of brother who I pretended to be back in the 80s. Oh, guess what? My brother got killed pretending to be me, so technically Matt Murdock is dead, so I'm screwed. That's their helpful in a nutshell. Hey, I made Electra. Boom. So let's see how long that lasts. Honestly, I hope it's, I hope it's a new norm because that means one of them is going to die. One of them is going to die. You only have one comic death, and Electra already died. Has Matt died officially yet? Yes, he got resurrected by the hand. Answer your question. There are Alexa, stop. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so so yeah, that case, then um, yeah, one of them is going to die, bro, bro. They're not. You can't they, die twice. Stick died and Stick is back from the dead. I bet you Stick, Stick dies again. Oh, Stick is a side character, but no, no, there's, there's no mainline character that's died twice. I can't think of any. Jean Grey? She's a phoenix. It's in the name. She's going to rise again. That doesn't count. <laughs> I'm pretty sure there's somebody out there. Also, Jean Grey's back for good. She is not dying anymore. She's wrong with the phoenix. So she's uh-huh. stuck. I don't know about that because Echo has the Phoenix. Or did you forget that? No, she does. And and, and but the Jean Grey doesn't have the Phoenix anymore. They're not going to let the Phoenix. I, I, I'm actually pretty sure the Phoenix is done messing with mutants. It is now in a, in a different new chapter of its existence. Leave psychic mutants alone, and it's not going to do it anymore. That's my hot take on that. I don't I mean, think it's going to. Technically, the Hulk has died twice. Uh, has he? Um, Bruce Banner got shot in the head. He got killed. Okay, the hand, uh, yeah. Uh, the, hand, the hand resurrected him in Civil War Two. He got sliced up and killed in Immortal Hulk. Mm, okay, depends. Now, is that a death where it was like the other was Spider Man where it died when it was inside of an arc, or like where did they slice him up and how long did it stick? Okay, you, you get a pass for that one, but technically it still counts as a death because technically, Pete. What do you mean, Peter died? Yeah, no, 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 no. Because I mean, like Johnny Storm did, or presumed dead. Okay, because yeah. they, they, when you're down for a year, that's yeah. a death. A uh, okay. story arc is not a death. Okay? okay, that's 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 drama. That's different. Okay, okay? okay. actual funeral is a death. All right. So, okay. my, so Bobby, Bobby Morris, Bobby Morris died back in the day. It was a scroll, but she came back. She is not that character is not going to die anymore. They're never going to kill her again. It's not. It's not worth it. Okay, Nightcrawler. Nightcrawler died, went to hell, came back. He is not dying anymore. All he right? didn't go to hell. He went to heaven. What are you talking about? No, he, they, went, they went to hell to get to hell. He's had They went to hell? He can't go to heaven. He's had demons. I, I could have no. sworn. Kirk Wagner, the poor man, without Catholic, he, he went to hell. <laughs> he went to hell, man. I remember this because Ed McGinnis drew it. I vaguely recall Kurt having wings, and he in his heaven was him like fighting pirates. Um, I was under the impression they were in, they were in a pirate ship in hell, and he was he was they had to get him out. Was it hell, bro? I thought it was heaven. I think they went 
down and was asking the demons. And I got to look this up now. He's half demon. I don't think he can go to that. <laughs> I got to look this up now. I could be wrong, but he died twice. I died once, that's for sure. Um, Wolverine, I believe he's, he's asking a firm death. He's not dying anymore. Okay. He went to hell and then he died. So he died twice. Uh, so, uh, yeah, so Electra and Matt, they're, they're, they're solid. They're not dying anymore. That, that, they need to figure out a better way to give them drama other than killing one or the other. Yeah. Colossus. Colossus uh, died. He's, a, he ain't, he's not dying again. Quote, quote. But he was gone for so He was gone for a minute. <laughs> I know. And then he came back. There's a bunch of other... Uh, in fact, that's been weird because a lot of characters got pulled out of the woodworks that are now alive again. So they're like, I don't know if that rule will apply to some of those characters, but... He went to heaven. I found it on Reddit. So yeah, okay. he went to heaven. He got bored and went back to Earth because that's apparently an option. <laughs> okay. Uh, uh, Clea, Clea, Dr. Strange Clea. She's not dying again. Yeah, I mean, she's the Sorcerer Supreme because Strange is dead. Right. Strange has died once so far, right? To the best of my knowledge. Yeah, he's not dying again after this one. Uh, Tony. Uh, Tony Fry. He died. Yeah, I don't think he's... Well, we talking about Civil War 2 or... Because that was a coma. That doesn't tell the count. Captain America died, though. Did he die? Well, it was... No, they hit, him with a Batman, they hit him with a Batman search of Bruce right, Wayne. But it was a pursuit. He had a funeral and everything. And it was, he was gone for a whole year. That's a death. The point is, we got a subject again. Point is, uh, once you have one death in comics, you don't you don't have another death again. All right, you are death proof. I mean, you don't have other things happen to you that sound terrible, maybe worse than death, but yeah, 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 you're um you're not gonna you know die again unless it's ultimate universe. Yeah, because I was just thinking ultimate Peter, but he died the one time, and now the ultimate universe is dead. Yo, can we get a reboot of the ultimate universe? No, it's been it's been like. No. Maybe six years. Uh, then do it better. Do it better. That's All what right. I'm, I'm, not, I'm not saying like I'm not saying like start over. There's a way there's a way to make your characters more grounded and and greedy without making them gross assholes. Okay, so your whole issue with that is the X-Men. No, the the ultimates too. They were gross assholes. Everyone was a bunch of gross assholes. Okay, so the whole thing, the whole take with the Ultimates is it was it was supposed to be if the Avengers were funded by the government. So, obviously, Tony Stark... No, but you gotta remember, Captain America was a man out of time, and that's the one thing I honestly loved about the Ultimate Universe. It had a sense of realism. What would a person from the 40s do if he came... It, it, I'm sorry. So Captain America, being that he is a man out of time, but he's dating a woman from this era who is also just as young as him, wants to do young people stuff. All right, you can't think in your head that does she want to hang around a bunch of old people? Even when you were actually young, back in like eight years ago, did you want to hang around a bunch of old people? You just didn't want to listen to his girlfriend. She clearly was bored. He's just a bad boyfriend, and then she goes back to her abusive husband. Okay, and don't tell them out. They both suck. Technically, they both were abusive because they fought each other. 
Uh, he took him to another level. She hit him in the head with some sort with a with a radio or something. No, you need to go back and reread that. She was biting him and everything. She was fighting back. At that, at some point, she was fighting back. Well, I think, and I think he threw the first punch too. Yeah, he did. He slapped, he slapped her. He slapped. He slapped he's, her. He slapped her. him with the radio. The no, he he slapped her. He apologized. She lost it, and they were just toxic. They were toxic. It sucked. And and I'm sorry, yeah, Chris Brown and Rihanna before Chris Brown and Rihanna. Like, don't say him. Don't get don't get Ozzy Hank Pym a, a, a pass. That was after the only pass he gets is he um. He avenged Janet when Blob kind of went nuts and Ultimatum mm-hmm. and, and he bit his head off. As cool as some parts of Ultimatum was, it was disrespectful to a lot of characters. Like, yeah, I mean, kill, kill, kill somebody, but don't do it off screen. Do not drown a bunch of characters off screen. Don't what are you talking about? At a lot of people. Dirty level. Uh, uh, okay. uh, Nightcrawler. That, no, Nightcrawler died on screen. He yeah. died. Yeah, he died in the first issue. You I see him drown in the first issue. Okay, he, well, he, psh, all right, Dazzler drown, uh, Daredevil drown. Because Dazzler, Angel, oh, Nightcrawler, Warren, Warren think, got his neck Angel, snapped. Yeah, Warren got his neck snapped eventually. Yeah, those four were all together when the um when the tsunami first hit. They killed Daredevil. Daredevil, for a fact, is the definitive off-panel death that I can think of. You, um, I would have to go back and reread it, but I know for a fact that they didn't show him die at all. You found that out in the aftermath of Ultimatum. All right, anyways, we get off subject. I don't want to see those in the universe again. Maintain the 616. Ugh, I hate that number now. Maintain the 616. Why? Because Kevin it, yeah, Kevin Kevin Feige. Feige. that's a one mistake. You can criticize Kevin Feige fine, but I think he's doing a great job. Except that's one thing. Kevin Feige. All right. Okay. All right. So, in Kevin Feige's defense, um, Marvel decided to name it that Earth. They never met with Kevin Feige, so um, they don't do it anymore. But every year, Marvel would do like this Encyclopedia of Universes, whatever. So that's when they did it. They never reached out to Feige. So that's all I got to say about that. Maybe he'll change it when Secret Wars happens. I don't know, but yeah. All right. Uh, anyways, you got? my my whole thing was branded characters, branded solo characters are not as fun as they should be, and they're and they stagnate very quickly. Team books is where it's at. I don't know, man. I'm liking both of them Captain America books. Mm. You know, which who's the oh Sam Sam yeah. Scott's book? Oh, yeah, good for him. It's it's. And, and Black Panther is pretty good right now. You should actually give it a read. Like, uh, uh, there's a whole bunch of political crap going on with going on with Wakanda. So T'Challa had to step away from being the chair, the chairman of the Avengers. So he's not even on the team anymore. He's just trying to because they're they're fully diplomatic now. So it's like it's kind of like um the whole situation in the UK where like you know the king is just like you know a figurehead or whatever, but doesn't necessarily have any power. So he's trying to get acclimated to that. But um, hey, what you got? All right, so huh, have you read or have you uh, looked into that uh, Quentin Tarantino interview recently? 
Quentin Tarantino did an interview. The last interview I know he did was Joe Rogan. Oh, I meant to tell you, I hate Fairyland is back. And um, they aged up Gert. So now she's either a teenager or she's like in her early 20s. And she's going back to Fairyland. It's got a young book. Because you never read the original. I got to check that. I'm going to check that out now. Okay, cool. Uh, I'll read the whole thing. Uh, what was I gonna say? Oh yeah, so Tarantino. Tarantino um, yeah, he, he basically talked about his, uh, his, uh, his, his. He basically talked about his full his full career. All, had a commentary on all his films and things like that. He had a hot take about the uh, MCU and current the current uh, oh, state of of, current state of Hollywood right now. And um, he basically uh, he, he basically said that he'll never uh, direct a MCU. Yeah, I, I, I did. I did hear that. I didn't watch the interview. Right, because you're you're, you're kind of stuck doing. You know, you're, you're dancing to a fiddle. You can't really do anything too crazy. And he hates being on a, um, I guess, a rigid, uh, regulated, um, yeah, you know, track. That's why he. That's why he likes to write and direct all his own movies, and then he'll take it to a distri- uh, distribution company with like the concept and everything. That's why, bro. You gotta think about it. every movie that man has ever done. He has written. Yeah, yes. Now you can criticize him on other notes, but um, I'm surprised you're not more mad at him by his uh, hot take about Marvel movies. Honestly, I think Quentin Tarantino watches Marvel movies. From what I recall from that Joe Rogan movie, um, not Joe Rogan movie, Joe Rogan interview he probably did like three years ago at this point. He did say he's a fan of them. He he said this before. He said he's a fan of them, but he doesn't ever want to direct one. Because he can't get away with the crap that he wants to get away with. Now, Martin Scorsese and James Cameron probably have never watched a Marvel movie in, in their lives. James Cameron's never watched one. Okay, I know for a fact that Martin Scorsese hasn't. No, he hasn't. I'm, he, he, he said so, and he's an old crotchety man. Whereas, again, James Cameron has a deep understanding of science fiction. You don't think he ever read a comic book or watched a comic book movie? No, because we already went over this. Because you tried to use uh, Alita Battle Angel as an excuse, and I told you Guillermo yeah. del Toro brought that. On that me. note, you have a man who has a best, who has a good friend in Guillermo del Toro, who then took the project that he suggested, based on a manga slash OVA from the nineties, and he, he he looked at it and saw its merit. So that guy still, I'm giving Prosper a little bit. I'm gonna give more props to Guillermo del Toro than um, James well, Cameron. Yeah, Guillermo del Toro. Because Guillermo del Toro probably wanted to do it and couldn't do it because he's probably doing Pacific Rim or something like that. I don't know. It was it was way before Pacific Rim, way 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 before. Yeah, I mean, because there's no date. Yeah, no, I don't know what the hell that was. was like my nineties, it was definitely in the nineties. It was it was way both of them were just it was way back, way back. Mm. He he had that property for a long time. Oh, but um, but yeah, I mean, I. If James Cameron never watched a Marvel movie, he needs to say it. Then I can kind of maybe give him some slack on what he said. Because it's just like, why would you? Everyone watches him. Why would you assume he hasn't? We just literally said Martin Scorsese said he. This is a freaking old dude. That's why. My aunt's old, and she at least watched the first goddamn Iron Man movie. She watched Black Panther. I don't know if she went to go see Wakanda Forever yet. You just can't use old as an excuse. Yeah, I can. <laughs> Speaking of old, uh, they showed us uh, pictures of Indiana Jones, a hair support of Indiana Jones, and yeah. uh, he looks old. Well, he is old. This is his last movie, Samir. Let it go, okay? Quit I'm, shaming the man for getting I'm old. I'm not shaming Samir. him. Samir, you were shaming if I, if I'm shaming. If I'm shaming anybody, I'm shaming this fan base 
and the studio for uh, for having a elderly person do all these strenuous activities. He's going to hurt himself. He already hurt himself on set. Samir, he could have said no. He could have said no, but he didn't. You got to remember, in life, it's all about the choices you make. So he Look, chose to come back some, and do this movie. Sometimes you have to say, hey, listen, Grandpa, you can't lift that. You're going to throw your back out. Want to sit down and let us do it. Hey, okay. And, I, and um, I already knew it. Mads Mikkelsen is a Nazi. Okay, he'll be a great Nazi. Can't wait for that. That's that's that's. I'm excited about that part of the film. What I'm not excited about is an old man running around looking like, like I, I don't know. Can he sprint? This this is an action adventure. Can Indiana Jones still sprint? Has Indiana Jones sprinted since the third one? I don't recall any sprinting in Kingdom of the Crystals. No, I can't even say that because I was busy getting busy when I went to go see Kingdom of the Crystal Skull. Wow. I can't recall him running in that movie either. I did see him run in Force Awakens. He ran like an old man. It was like, yo, they use the CGI made this man like he ran faster. Because that is a old, that posture, everything about that screams geriatric. Oh my God, my bones are screaming. You need to stop. <laughs> I'm saying, I saw them point the blaster as Han. I'm like, damn, this dude's old. Alright, whatever. And like, even Billy Williams, when he came back from the um, Rise of Skywalker, he was on. He was sitting down the whole time. I don't think he stood up. I, they, I see that man walk. Why would um? God damn, I can't remember his character. Lando Calrissian. Thank you, thank you. Because I almost said Donald Glover. <laughs> yeah, why would Lando need that, <laughs> bro? It's been so long since I watched um Rise of Skywalker. Why would Lando need to be standing up anyway? Lando barely did anything in any other. Lando sat down and freaking most of them. He sat down <laughs> in Jedi. The only movie he ever walked around in was Empire. Yeah, he did. <laughs> He's just standing on brand at this point. I'm just saying, though. I, 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 look. And even then, I don't think I've seen Han Brun since um, New Hope. Uh, he, no, he ran in uh, Empire. Did he? Yeah, could I just? Could I just? And every single in the first three, uh, 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 Indiana Jones, he ran his ass off. That dude was okay. dying. That was, that was Indiana Jones because honestly, I only recall Harrison Ford running and New Hope. Um, Empire was just a lot of walking around, and he got frozen. Jedi, he was d- busy defrosting and blindly shot Boba Fett. That bitch has Boba Fett. Yeah. <laughs> No, we like Boba Fett now. Yeah, they fixed him for the most part. <laughs> what you gonna oh. complain about him being old now? No, he's not that old. Mm-hmm. I hear that body and everything. I, I can still, I can still see him moving fast and 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 having some stamina. I'm just saying, it's like yo, when okay, you- Tamira, you you do need to realize old people age like cottage cheese. Look, I'm saying that when you're that old. They need to start thinking, hey, let's get this person to retire and let's get a new character. If they want an Indiana Jones movie, they should have marketed a recast. I would have seen that movie. Now, it doesn't have to be Harrison Ford. We get it, Samari. You love the recast. I love to recast because I think um, characters... Oh, uh, shit. What? (laughs) Elon Musk said that Trump's Twitter account will be reinstated. I mean, okay. 80 years old. This man is 80 years old. 
Stop age shaming. I'm not age shaming. I want him to be. Tamir, no, him. you're age shaming. I'm going to <clears throat> reenact what you just said. Ready? I wish I had some glasses right here because I'm just have to do it without the glasses. Here, are you looking at me? Because I think I'll I see you reflecting off my glasses. I mean, I'll I see glasses. Bitch ass. Go, go, okay. go. Okay. Here you go. 80 years old. This man is 80 years old. That, there's no disgusting that tone. Shit. <laughs> I'm saying I think they should have him revered as a as a veteran actor who's had a prolific career, not an action star of the current age. Okay? It doesn't work. He he's gonna hurt him. He already hurt himself on set. He broke his collarbone or something like that. It dislocated his shoulder, something like that. He old, okay? He can't heal quickly. If he breaks something, it's gonna take a long time to heal. He may not recover if he breaks something. That is an actual uh, risk. Yes? I want that same energy when Shazam Fury of the Gods comes out, okay? Why? Helen Mirren, 77. She ain't a spring chicken herself. Or did you forget she's in that movie? CGI. <laughs> what was that? <laughs> Did you just start like trying to do the Maybach music? Because you just went CGI. I don't know what you're talking about. They're going to use CGI for large parts of that movie, if not all of it. She's not going to have to lift the finger. Also, she's going to probably have a stunt double. And you don't think Harrison Ford's going to have a stunt double? He hurt himself. I don't know why he hurt himself if he had a stunt double. He probably zigged when he should have zagged. If that's the case, then that probably is my point. Oh, he has something done when he still hurt himself. Bro. 80, dude, 80 is too old for an action flick. Or no question. 80 is too old to be a star of an action flick. You can be in an action flick. That's fine. Just don't be the star of it. Unless this is going to be a very boring action flick. I don't see him doing anything. Bro, you know how old... Can he even get enough, get enough the torque of his arm to do the work? Can he do... Boy, what is Boys are heavy. All right? And it, takes a, it takes a large amount of... Dude, it's not easy. And he made it. Young Indian that look easy. Yeah. CG. Okay. I don't believe it, though. I think, they CG, I think they CG the whip in um, Kingdom of the Crystal Skull. And um, uh, almost said Harrison Ford. Sylvester Stallone ain't that far from Harrison Ford. And he's still out here doing action movies. He can sit his ass down, too. He's 76. He can sit his ass down, too. And we got the Expendables 4 coming out. I, I, yeah, I've been I've been I've been trying to advocate against that movie. Inception. Now, I don't want to see old dudes do old people stuff. Shoot, how old is Chuck Norris and he's still out here kicking ass? Chuck Norris is eighty two. Chuck Norris is a conservative. What does that have to do with him acting? Ask Car Doom of Gina Carino. Yeah, but Chuck Norris ain't out here. You know, saying crap about being um, anti-Semitic on um, 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 on Twitter. Hell, oh, never mind. John Claude Van Damme is sixty-two. He just aging horribly. But yeah, dude. I mean, how old is Jackie Chan? Because you know, you Jackie want, you want Chan to... is sitting his butt down. He only had is a he... Well, for the most part. Jackie Chan <laughs> is sixty-eight years old. <laughs> he, he, he's slowing down. Also, we love Harrison Ford, but yet here you are shaming the man. Jackie Chan did a show in 2019. Oh, that's a documentary. Jackie Chan got four movies coming out next year. He may not be the star of those movies, though. 
Oh, and he might be. Oh, he's he's the star of two of them. One's called Snafu. He's playing a character named Lao Fing, and another one's called Right On. He's playing a character named Lao Lu. Are are they action films though? They look like it. There's no Wikipedia page for. Them. He got a big old. He got his, his his filmography is massive. Yeah, <laughs> they got him separated by decades. They do. Good God. He, he did a movie in 2020 called Vanguard and three movies in 2021. Wish Dragon, All You Need Is Love, and Good Night Beijing. But that sounds last... that sounds like an action film, Vanguard. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Vanguard is a Chinese action adventure film directed by Stanley Tong, starring Jackie Chan, Yang Yang, Miyu Miku, and it marks Chang's sixth collaboration with Tong. Yeah. So Jackie how, Chan ain't slowing down. How's the perception for this movie? Oof, not good. I was gonna say why wow, you was gonna watch it. It's twenty eight. Jackie Chan don't really have that many fresh movies, but yet we still like the Rush Hour trilogy. Uh, that's most of the weakest films he's done. Oh, I don't watch Wish Dragon. So, so was Rumble in the Bronx. Rumble in the Bronx wasn't fresh, was it? I don't recall Rumble in the Bronx. Uh, Rumble in the Bronx being fresh. I will always say that out of his out of his heyday nineties uh films um um uh career that Roman Bronx is the weakest in my opinion. Uh and it's still good. Uh I would definitely say Super Cop and Police Story, uh, Operation Condor, uh those were probably uh some of the standouts. Okay, so Roman and Bronx actually has an eighty percent. But going back and rewatching Roman and Bronx a few months ago with Jared, shout out to the homie. That movie ain't that good, bro. Twin Dragons. <laughs> all, all, bro. You know that movie was shot in Canada. Going okay, back and rewatching all that, that, going back and rewatching Moon Bronx, all the bad New York accents. It was almost everybody in that movie is Canadian. You kiss my ass right here, come on. <laughs> they killed lads, <laughs> and they said if we didn't bring their stuff, we're all end up like lads. Remember that part? Horrible. But yeah. Uh, anyway, <laughs> Jackie Chan slowing down. All right, he'll eventually get there. Look at Jet Li. Jet Li, I don't do nothing no more. He he definitely retired. Is Jet Li retired? Uh huh. I don't think he does. He might just flex. Let's check this out real quick. They they were actually people talking about it. I said, dang, Jet Li got old overnight. He was in Mulan. That was the last That's thing he did. Last voice. No, which one? No, he was the Emperor of China. Oh, he ain't there. He ain't do nothing. He just sat there. Yeah, that was his last movie. Yeah, exactly. He's he slowing down. He's chilling. Yeah. yeah, I don't know if he retired. I mean, he he ain't retired. He retired from action roles. <laughs> He'll show up and on he, set, say some lines, and chill. And he's fifty nine. Um, it says he's still active. He he might be having something coming out. I don't know, but <clears throat> but yeah. So um. Crisis Core is actually coming out next month. I forgot all about it, so I might have to re uh, reserve that. Yeah, so, I'm actually excited about that. I got uh, that, something to get Miles Morales. I ain't about that yet. That's Zach's story, right? Crisis Core? Yeah. Yeah, because it was on PSP. Uh, the good homie uh, Chow let me borrow it, and I, drove, I turned around and went right back to Fort Lauderdale to give it to him. I'm like, yeah, man, I can't play this. It's turn-based. Um, so, yeah, right. so here's... It's, it, Shut up. Here's the specs for, you know, um, all systems so far. PlayStation 5, your resolution. PlayStation 5 and PS4 Pro, your resolutions will be um, 
3840 by 2160, aka 4K resolution. But the PS5's frame, frame rate will be 60 frames. The PS4 will be 30 frames, as well as the uh, regular PS4. Um, PS4's resolution will just be standard 1080. Uh, Xbox Series X will be 4K with a 60 frame rate uh, per second. Um, the Series S, which we already called the weakest one, thanks for ruining Gotham Knights, you sack of shit. We'll have a that, 10. I'm sorry, Cap. I think Gotham Knights ruined Gotham Knights. So, so you don't think the developer was being honest? I, I think mean, the that, developer dropped the ball and was trying to hide and trying to point fault. That game has other issues besides um, uh, frame rate. I get it. Loot system, blah, 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 blah. Yeah, there's, there's game design. Uh, decisions that were made in that game that made it unfun. If it was just if it had a frame rate issue, that game wouldn't be that getting that much hate. That game is just not fun. All right, it's not fun. Just, just, just cop to it. It's not fun. Admit it. It's not fun. I mean, I can't admit it. I didn't play it. But um, so the series S will only have a 1080 frame rate. I mean, not 1080 frame rate. 1080 resolution with a 60 uh 60 frames per second. The Xbox Series X will have 30 frame rates as well as the Series S. But the X will have a resolution of 4K. The S will have 1080. Xbox One will have 1080 with 30 frames per second. The Switch, uh, both in handheld and TV mode, will have a frame, uh, frame rate of 30 frames per second with a uh, resolution of 1280 by 720. Steam will be display dependent with a frame rate of either 30, 60, or 120 frames per second. So, yeah, I mean... I don't know if I'm gonna pre-order this game. I gotta check to see if it has any um uh bonuses like weapons or whatnot. But Samir, um are you going to get Final Fantasy Crisis Core? Yes, I will get it day one. Will you? Because you still ain't get Miles Morales. Yeah, I gotta get that too. Keep in mind you already have Miles Morales. No, I don't. What happened to your PS5 copy? Uh, I think I might have traded it in. You sack of shit. <laughs> <laughs> Had the game for a whole two years. Oh, yeah, I'm gonna just trade it in. And then I heard about that PC release. What you got, man? Because now you just disappointed me and disgusted me at the same time. Uh, I'm sorry. I, I let you down. Not really. Uh, so let's see. All right, can we talk about, um, the 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 Margot Robbie led Pirates of the Caribbean movie um, being dead in the water was that a pun? But no, we did not. Oh, I guess it is. A, I guess it was a pun. Um, yeah, I mean, I had no interest in it because it's not even a Margot Robbie issue. I just don't care about pirates. I never watched any of the movies. I've seen bits and pieces of the second and third ones, and that's it. All my I've I've said this on the podcast multiple times. All of my Pirates of the Caribbean knowledge comes from Kingdom Hearts 2 and Kingdom Hearts 3. Now who's, now, now who's disappointed and disgusted? You piece of shit. Go watch those movies. Honestly, dude, I'm not a big Johnny Depp fan. I'm definitely not a fan of Orlando Bloom. Okay, I probably like four. Okay, I think we did this before. Let's go to Johnny Depp. You didn't like Fury of Loathing? Let's go to Johnny Depp's filmography. June? We're going to Johnny Depp's filmography. And we are going to Mexico? You shut the fuck up and just go to his goddamn filmography. So now we're going to Johnny Depp's filmography. 
And I'm going to name all the movies that I've seen with Johnny Depp in them. And it's probably not even 20. All right, you ready? Nightmare on Elm Street. Platoon. Crybaby. Edward Scissorhands. Okay. Good. You got still a good start. Uh, I'm not counting Freddy's Dead because that's a cameo. Um, Edward. Um, the Ninth Gate. Sleepy Hollow. Um, in the words of um, Secret Window. You watch Secret Window. Yes, I love Secret Window. In the words, why well, I could always bring up the John Turturro. You stole my story. Um, in the words of Paul Rudd, chocolate. Chocolate. <laughs> no, it's chocolate. It's delicious. Chocolate. What movie was that? What movie was that? Bros or no? Uh, I love it you. It wasn't man. Bros. I yes, love I love you, man. Yeah. Um, the, so oh, I saw, I saw the Libertine. Did you watch uh, Finding Neverland? No. Uh, Blow the Corpse from Hell. Bride? No. Once Upon a Time in Mexico, Sleepy Window. You watch the Corpse Bride? No. Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. I know you saw Alice uh, Wonderland. No. Rango? Uh, Public, Public Enemies. Hell no. Um, that movie was boring. That wasn't even Johnny Depp's fault. That whole movie was just boring. It really was. It had um, a good cast too. Have you seen what's in who's in this movie? Yeah, I saw it. <laughs> yeah, it was. It, it, you would think it would be a, just a, a, a home run. This yeah. movie was so boring. It was this him and Christian Bell. They were the leads. Stephen Dorff, Stephen Graham, Anthony Mackie. Yeah, I forgot Anthony Mackie was in it. Marion um, Coulthard. It's like, dude, it was a good cast. Who was that again? She played what you call it in the Dark Knight Rises, right? Yeah, ugh. yeah. Really Talia. Yeah, how we let that shit slide? I don't know. Uh, oh, I'm she's not, a great actress. I just don't think she should have played. Tal- I don't think yeah. she should have in that movie. I don't know. Um, I'm not counting Twenty One Jump Street because that was a cameo. Uh, Dark Shadows. <laughs> Did not watch it. I don't know. <laughs> okay. Oh, oh, that's an example. This movie's bad, and I love what, this movie. What, I love what, Dark what Shadows. Oh, Dark no, Shadows. No. I love Dark Shadows, and it is not a good movie. And I and I and I, guilt, I, I, I guilty pleasure watch this movie at least once a year. It's, oh, it, 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 it hits a certain way, and I will never say this movie's good, but I enjoy it. Stop standing bad movies. You can love them, but just recognize they're bad. Okay. Black um, Mass. I did not watch Black Mass. Uh, speaking of bad Johnny Depp movies, Transcendence. Mm, that wasn't his fault, but yeah, that's pretty bad. Yeah, I got dragged to see that one. Um. Both the Fantastic Beasts movies, obviously. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah Murder on the Orient Express. And that looks like it might be it. Because I did not watch Scene 2 or Minimamanta. So, yeah, that's it. I lost count. So, I'm... Oh! Nope, that one doesn't count. Does that? Does the Imaginarium of Dr. Pronounces count? Yeah. No, because he's over for Heath Ledger. I mean, yeah, him, Jew Law. I mean, but he—he's. I mean, it was—it was—it was a walk on. I mean, no, I wouldn't say it counts. Okay, so it was yeah, a favorite. So. It was a favorite homage to Heath Ledger. Which yeah. that movie was? I don't know. They people love that movie, but I don't think it's that good. Samir, Samir, I keep telling you, it's just like The Dark Knight. People only love that movie because Heath Ledger died. Trust me, if Heath Ledger wouldn't have died. Actually, no, scratch that. These movies, these, these reviews are pretty mid. Like, it barely made it past. I know. Yeah, it's a. No, 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 no. The audience loves the movie. 
but that's what I'm also talking about. So that movie probably would not have gotten the praise it's gotten if Heath Ledger didn't die. Because you got to think about it. Out of all the Heath Ledger movies, people only talk about those two movies. People don't talk about 10 Things I Hate About You. People don't talk about A Goddamn Night's Tale. People don't talk about Brokeback Mountain. It's always either The Dark Knight or The Imaginarium of Dr. Panassas. I'm at least watch Brokeback Mountain. Or watch 10 Things I Hate About You. I've watched that like years later down the line. Hell, I don't even know how many Heath Ledger movies I saw. Oh, I forgot he was in Lords of Dogtown. I ended up watching that like 58 minutes. Oh, that movie sucks. Well, this was 2005. I was working at the movie theater, so I ended up seeing like half these movies like religiously. Like, bro, I lost count of how many times I ended up watching Batman Begins because I was (laughs) working at the movie theater. That, Beauty Shop, Guess Who? What else came on 2005? The Ring 2, Cursed. Um, I can't remember what else. Oh, Robots with Robin Williams. Um, whose turn is it? It's your turn. I brought up the spec for uh, Final Fantasy. Oh, okay. All right. Um, I'm gonna do. A, I'm gonna do a quick little. I was gonna say you about to do your hot take. I'm gonna do. I'm gonna do the hot take next. Okay. All right, so I'm gonna I'm gonna talk on the uh, the nomination for best uh, narrative game narrative experience. I forget the actual. Let me look up the actual name of the of the award that they're nominating for. Mm. Uh, so the Game Awards reveals its nominations, and the nominations for the uh, I'm trying to find it. God dang it! Long story short. Uh, the nominations for the particular um, category for narrative for uh, narrative gameplay includes God of War Ragnarok, uh, Horizons Forbidden West. I think and, it was Game of the Year. No, well, Game of the Year is whatever. That, of course, it's going to be those. But this one in particular was stri- strictly focusing on uh, narrative, oh, yeah. and they basically uh, people are raising an eyebrow at Elden Ring's inclusion in the um, nomination for a story. Which is mostly told through cryptic interactions uh, with NPCs and item descriptions and world design features. It doesn't really have a traditionally structured narrative, and um, people are arguing whether that can be considered in this category at all. So yeah, um, yeah, guys, we 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 went on a huge rant about this um, when we originally recorded. I'm gonna try to see if I can find the. Uh, well, salvage what I can. Don't even, hear. don't even waste your time. Well, no, I'll probably splice it on the end of this episode or something, so then people can hear like the thoughts that we originally had, and like how we got heated and almost like wanted to slap each other through the computer before. Um, but um, so yeah, I mean, as far as narratives goes, I mean, what necessarily dictates narration? Because think about it. Well, we? by definition, um, I, I know the, the definition of narrative, but. You got to remember, as a kid, we also had to got them choose-your-own-adventure books. Those are still connected. I, yeah, but you don't... I mean, I'm pretty sure there's a over there's an overlying story in Elden Ring. No one no. Else, like, just has... has there heard. is, but it's not connected. Because when you include the word... If you're, if you're taking the word directly at its meaning, um, it's spoken or written account of connected events or a story. That's it. It has to be connected. So if there, if, if Elden Ring doesn't connect this to this, and you yourself have to do it, 
can it be considered a narrative? That's what people are arguing. They're not arguing whether or not the game is good. They're arguing whether or not it should be in this category regardless because of how it does itself, how it, it how its game is designed. I think it should. The only difference is they're just changing the way the narration is being told. So it's not a straight line narrative. It's kind of scattered about, and you have to put the clues together. Yeah, yourself. I guess sure. But it's like if I sell you a car and you get to my house and the car is disassembled in a pile of parts, is it a car or is it a pile of car parts? It is what you make it. I mean, I guess some people would be pissed about that. I mean, I, don't I, mean, I get that. I'm not disagreeing with you. And in, in, in a 2005 Jetta is disassembled. I'm, like, I'm a little jealous. What would that? Hey, man, you got to look at the fine print. But yeah, man, I, I get why people are mad. But at the same time, what what I mean, what you want them to do? Do you want them to take the game out of the nominations? Because video game awards are like right around the corner. So it's just like, sorry, people. No, I mean, it's got not, it's nominated for a bunch of other things. So yeah. it's no, not I mean, really taking out of that category. And like replace it with what? Because <laughs> if trust me, I'm pretty sure if there was something else that could have been better than this. It would have probably been in that nomination category. So it's just like, come on, man. What, 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 what? There's you want? tons of games that could have been put in that category. And I just think they got snubbed for Elden Ring, and some people like, yo, it shouldn't be there. They should have put other games there. I don't know, man. Because I mean, did you see anybody make any other suggestions? There's tons to do. There are a lot of games that get released this year, and a lot of them are good. I, I so, get that, but I mean, people just always going to complain about something. Like I told you, people were complaining that Sana Staros is getting her own book. Who is this colored lady and why is she part of the Star Wars universe? So, okay, so yeah, it's called Best Narrative. And they have a Plato Requiem, amazing. Uh, obviously, God of War Ragnarok. Obviously, um, uh, for, uh, Horizon Forbidden West. And uh, a game called... Um, a game called Immortality, which I'm gonna look into that. And Elder, never even heard of it. <laughs> okay, but I mean, people just you know, you know, always I'm be mad about something. Game, you know, okay, it's a video game. By Ellen. Hey, it's an interactive film video game. I'm gonna look into this. This might look dope. Mm. But yeah, I don't know, man. so it's just that most of these films I haven't played Immortality, so I wouldn't know. But these other four titles, I've dabbled in all of them or played them to completion, and Elden Ring stands out as the one that doesn't fit here. That's all I'm saying. It, it, just because it's just because you're the best runner doesn't mean you're the best swimmer. I don't think it needs to be here. It's good at so many other things. Yeah. Um, yeah, man. I mean, it is and it Game is. of the Year, uh, just, to, just to put that out there, Game of the Year is including uh, Plato Requiem, which I, I gotta get on this game because it's good. Dear God, it's um, it must be really good if it's already in this uh, category. Uh, Plato Requiem, Elden Ring, God of War Ragnarok, uh, Horizon Forbidden West, Stray, and Xenoblade Chronicles Three. Mm. Well, and got best ongoing. Are you going over all the categories right now? I'm not, I suppose I might as well. Apex Legend. Uh, oh, this is ongoing. So the game is continued support. So mostly the multiplayer. So we have Apex Legend, Destiny 2, Final Fantasy 14, Fortnite, and Genshin Impact. And I think the runner, uh, the, the shoe wins for the wins here are going to be either Fortnite or Final Fantasy 14. They're the, they're the two juggernauts in this uh, 
particular category. The other ones obviously are working and have a very solid um, player base, but they don't now these two. Mm. I'm going to do two more categories and we'll move on to your story. Uh, let's do um, best performance. Okay, we have Ashley Birch for Horizon Forbidden West. Go ahead, girl. Um, we have Charlotte McBurney for uh, Plato Requiem. This game's getting accolades. And then we have Christopher Judge for uh, God, of War. God of War Ragnarok. So, obviously, you know, he might honestly win. Uh, we have Immortality again for Manon Gage. Gosh, I'm, she sounds very Finch. Um, and then God of War uh, Ragnarok for Sonny's um, Soljic. I think he plays Atreus. Yeah, that's that's the guy who plays Has Atreus. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, uh, very interesting. Loving the haircut, Ashley. That looks good. I like that she's been, she's got the, 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 the pixie cut. It's a good look for her. And, um, and let's see. Next is best. You want to do best, uh, indie or best, um, art direction? Let's go with art direction. I really don't play indies like that. Best art direction. Let's see what we got here. All right. Best art direction. We have Elden Ring. God of War Ragnarok, Horizon Forbidden West, Scorn. Okay, I see Scorn and Stray. Um, yeah, the, this is this category perfectly fine with all these. I would argue. Um, I mean, a lot of these are done by votes, so I think just people are voting on them. So the Game Awards mm-hmm. are a weird thing to begin with, to be honest. But um, interesting titles in here. I got I got to check out uh, Immortality, and I got to purchase. Uh, uh, Playtour Requiem. I got All right. Horizon Forbidden West and goddamn Ratchet and Clank ripped apart. <laughs> you about to be three years in on that game. Like Ratchet and Clank is a launch title for the PS5. Hurry yeah, up. I know. <laughs> I know. Don't judge me. But um, the reason why I brought this up was because I was looking um, at my next story. And apparently Scott Porter, who provided the voice of Harry Osborne in the first Spider-Man game, uh, for PlayStation will not be reprising the role for Spider-Man 2. So he actually did a tweet and delete, and he said that Insomniac um, has opted for photorealism in the second game. And I guess he's a little bit older than the character. But, I mean, like at this point, stop with the goddamn photorealism. Like, I'm, I'm taking a page out of Samir's book right now. The, the, the voice actor doesn't have to look like the character. The original face on Peter Parker looked a little bit like Yuri Lowenthal. As long as the voice works, that's that's all that really matters at this yeah, point. Yeah, doesn't look like Kratos. He plays, he does the motion capture. He don't look like Kratos. Okay, and that's fine. I mean, you do know Christopher Judge is right. Yeah, he was a star Stargate H. Gun. Okay, just making sure. He's, we'll a, yeah, he's an actor. What the heck? I course I know who Christopher Judge is. Why would think I not know that? I want Stargate. The movie and the series. Don't forget, he also tried to break Tisha Campbell in House Party 2. Uh, oh, yeah. <laughs> but yeah. So, um, yeah, people. The, the, the voice doesn't have to be the face. I mean, the, the only time I can honestly say where I think that worked was Uncharted. Nolan North is Nathan Drake. 
Can can you think of a time where like you know a voice actor also did the mocap in the voice, but they obviously used the actor's face? Because the only one I can think of is Uncharted. Um, they actually use the actor's face. Yes. Uh, Quantic Dream. That's the, 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 the developer Quantic Dream. Yeah, they did. Um. Oh they yeah, all the um, Dead Souls, uh, yeah, Heavy Rain, Souls, Heavy Rain, uh, Detroit, Detroit Become Human. Human. Yeah, those games are great. I love those games. Yeah. See, I, I wouldn't even consider them like because they are outliers. They always do that. Like Quantic Dream always does that. It's not like Quantic Dream is always going to go out their way and just you know get like all these you know high tier actors to do voices and not mocap them. You know. The people we're talking about are most are, are voice actors themselves. Ashley Birch name. does not look like Aloy from Exactly. Horizon. That's the point I'm trying to make. Yeah, they could have kept Yuri. They could have kept Yuri Long or the the guy who uh, what the Harry Osborne. Yeah. yeah, Scott Porter. Yeah, they could have kept him. Yeah, but yeah, that that sucks. Um, oh, speaking of voice actors, I actually meant to actually talk to you about this a few weeks ago. What did you think of Tara Strong's tweet saying that Hollywood needs to reach out to more to more voice actors to do these animated movies? Because yes. obviously after the uh, Super Mario Brothers trailer dropped and, you know, everyone's like, where's the, it's the me, Mario voice. Like they were expecting that from Chris Pratt. So here's my thing. Just because you are a good or adequate actor does not mean you're a good or adequate voice actor. Uh, I, I'm sorry, but Matt Damon's acting in Titan AE is trash, and he was he's he's coming off of the key that is Google Hunting right after that movie. He gave the best performance of his career in that movie, or at least one of them, one of them. And then he gave us Titan AE, and that it was trash. So, and Drew Barrymore was in that movie too. Also, did he do a good job? Now, you can obviously say that the the, the voice director wasn't good. Probably it wasn't. That, I mean, he maybe didn't pull out the actors. Probably. But the point is, the uh, the uh, performances in that movie were awful, and they had great actors in it. So don't you have to go back and rewatch Titan A.E.? It's I mean, not good. The voice acting is flat. I don't think the voice acting was flat. I do know the movie bombed and obviously caused the studio to bomb. Um, I might be looking at it through rose-colored glasses because Titan A.E. was my shit. It was like possibly one of the last. It looked great. It was it. Yeah, it was one of the last VHS tapes that I bought before, you know, DVD became a thing. But I don't know, man. Like I said, I'm definitely, I might have to give that a rewatch. Because it was Drew Barrymore, Matt Damon, Bill Pullman. Uh, I want to say John Turturro did a voice in there as well. I was trying to do this without looking, but let me go ahead and look. Titan A. Great. Now the song from the movie is stuck in my head. What was the song? And over my head. It's John Lake Wazamo and Janine Garofalo and Nathan Lane. Yeah. Um, Ron Perlman, Tone Locke, Jim Cummings. Yeah. I mean, yeah. The movie cost between 75 and 90 million to make and only made 36.8. I rented it from Blockbuster. I bought it from Blockbuster. I bought that. And I remember what I bought with that. I bought a uh, a Dragon Ball Z tape. It wasn't a movie. It was a, a it was a few episodes. episodes. Yeah, exactly. It was. I I don't remember every single episode, but I remember it was the one where Boma wanted Goku to go learn how to drive, and Goku and Piccolo were taking driving lessons. 
All right. Okay. Let's try. You wrap up with my hot take. Yeah. Let's 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 see what you got to say now. Okay. Let's, so I recently came across a Reddit post, and someone was saying that uh, the, the the Tom Cruise led film uh, "Live Die Repeat" or "The Edge of Tomorrow" is an underrated sci-fi classic. And you know, it movie, is the movie starring Tom Cruise and Emily Blunt. Uh, and who else is in that? Um, I want to say there's another big actor in that movie. Couple big actors in that movie. Anyways, I want to say I disagree. Okay, um, I Bill think Paxton, Brandon Bill Paxton. Yeah, Bill Paxton. Yeah, don't forget yes. Brandon Gleason. Oh yeah, I do. Yeah, Brandon Gleason was in it. Don't, don't, don't you dare forget Mad Eye movie. What's wrong with you? So I want to say that I think that movie has all the recognition it deserves, and here's why. All right, it if you didn't know is adapted from the light novel. Um, all you need, all yeah, you, all you need, need is kill, kill. by um, uh, Ryo, Ryos, uh, Ryosuke Takeuchi. Okay, and um, that th- this light novel, and it's also been adapted into a manga by. What did you uh, say it was on by? I think it's by that. Hang on, maybe I got it wrong. Let me. Uh, yeah, pull it's it Hiroshi Sakazara. That's what, yeah, okay, yeah. I mixed up the, I mixed up the two, the writer for the manga, both the, with the original art writer. Yeah, that's, that's the Sakura Zaka. There we go. Yeah, that's the guy who wrote the original light novel. I read most of the light novel and then I read the manga, and both of which were pretty good reasons. You need to go back and finish the actual manga, but honestly, there's no point because the, I mean, the light novel, because the manga pretty much got, gets pretty much everything from what I understood. But both are good, both are valid. Definitely go read them. Um, they're a much more, they, those two works are a much more in depth and nuanced uh, representation of this story than uh, As of Tomorrow or Live, Die, Repeat. It is so Hollywood and watered down compared to those other two things. It's ridiculous. So, the, well, if Samir, you, that's the yeah. issue. Once you, once you try to adapt an, um, an anime or anything like that, you're gonna obviously cut out a bunch of like details. And no, like, it's not. It's not Cheffa, or it's not stuff that doesn't need to be there. It's literally dumbed down. Okay, it is not as smart as its original work. So the main character gets stuck in a Techion field, which causes a time um, temporal thing, and basically he is stuck in a in a loop. Right, that's what happened, and he he's stuck, and especially in this network of of brains that are t- tied into a, a hive mind, and that's what's maintaining the field. Okay. The other guy, alien blood got him. That's what happened. The alien blood on him, and now he's in the network. And there's no tachyons. There's no, there's, no, there's no pseudoscience, astrophysics. It's just alien blood. And he bled, and it fell out of him. I mean, okay. No. It's dumb. All right, it, it's it's made for it's a popcorn movie made for con, uh, easy consumption by the masses instead of actually making you think. It's dumb. All right, and that's fine. It can be dumb, but I don't think it's a gem that people try to make it out to be. Another, another, another hot take: the the way it treated its leading female, uh, Rita Vertosky, played by Emily Blunt, was egregious compared to her uh, comic and or novel counterpart. Okay. So, Rita Vertosky in the book, both of them made Rita, by the way. They didn't actually, funny story, they whitewashed Tom Cruise's character. Rita is Russian. Rita, Rita's Russian in both the light novel and the manga. You know? So, there's that. Uh, 
Yeah, so Rita's character, she they they obviously treat her as an equal the whole time. When you meet her in the um in the in the in the film, she's already out of the network. She doesn't have nearly as much ability as she used to, and she has to play second fiddle to Tom Cruise's character the entire film, right? In the in the entirety of the light novel and the manga, he spends the entire time trying to catch up to her because she's still in there wrecking house and wrecking shit. And when hey, he finally, Samir. yes, you ready to get pissed off? Go ahead. So one of the writers of Edge of Tomorrow uh-huh. is also co-writing the Indiana Jones movie. I'm not pissed off by it. I mean, <laughs> again, uh, make no make no mistake. This movie is a good movie. All right, it's just that comparing it to its source material, it, I have to I have to draw some uh, issues with it. But Samir, we we've gone over this time and time again. Adaptations suck for the most they, part. They can suck, but then we get we get pieces of work like Cyberpunk Edge Runner and Arcane no, League of Legends. Talking film, we film? always get. Hey, don't you, I, I always say that Luda Bow Angel is a great adaptation based on what it did gave us. All right, it didn't, honestly, it didn't take that many liberties, and it, you get pretty much the entirety of the OVA premise. They they clearly okay. did their homework. Okay, but the point I'm trying to make is stuff is always going to get cut out. How many times have we complained about the lack of Quidditch in the Harry Potter movies? Uh, a lot. I, I really miss Quidditch in the Harry Potter movies, but. It, there's one thing about cutting stuff out. Another thing about changing the aspect of your world building to entirely. And, and you have to remember, Samir, that was the early 2010s. That movie came out in 2014. So it's like, how many like true to story adaptations did we have at that point? Barely any, if that. Watchmen. What, what, when the, yeah, but what did they do with Watchmen? They changed the ending. Yeah. Which the ending was unadaptable, so there's that. I don't think this is unadaptable though. Also, uh, 300, also a Zack Snyder production, yeah. But 300 is just like a straight line story. You really, there's really not much you can change in 300. There isn't, but you'd be surprised how often they change a lot of things and it makes no sense. I mean, how did Brian Singer kill an unkillable character because he's a piece of garbage? All right, that's how he did. Bring it back to Brian Singer, okay? No, I'm always bringing it back. May his line be infested with lice. This whole house. You're going to make me channel Will Smith and just say, keep Brian Singer's name out of fucking mouth. No, we're going to put okay. it where it belongs. Okay, so um, going but, back to but, going, yeah, going but, back but, to this is what I want to say. For all we know, that could have been a executive producer call. Change this because maybe people won't get it. The, regardless of what, regardless of where the call came from, it, the end result is they think the audience is dumb. That's what my that's what my hot take is about this I, whole I thing. I would say they think the audience is dumb. I would probably think that the producer thinks the audience is dumb. Not um, hold on a second. I gotta you you, you sent me a text. Oh uh, yeah, but you can look at it later. No, so, it wasn't that. Somebody else uh, hit me up. I'm just telling them I'm gonna call them in a minute. Uh, what was I going to say? Uh, yeah, so going back to Rita Batosky, right? Yeah. Um, by the time he finally caught up to her, uh, he confronted her, and they had this instant connection. And their relationship, which, mind you, isn't as straightforward as, oh, yeah, I developed feelings for you now, I want to protect you. It's like she literally became a damsel in the distress in the movie, practically. Like, 
that that was pretty much her only st- um, uh, point. There is to be a love interest to the main character, whereas in the in the uh, light novel or manga, her that relationship is pretty undefined. It, it, it looks just like you know friendship, like a you know kindred uh, a kindred bond, like just two people stuck in the same situation, and they just share this this beautiful moment, and it just stretches indefinitely for this, this long indeterminate amount of time. And then, of course, then they have to go suit up and wreck shit. The suits look so much cooler in the manga. The light novel's cover art has some interesting takes on the art, too. It looks actually pretty close to the movie. So that's the one thing they got. The mech's kind of cool. The, the suits, anyways, they're all right. Um, but yeah, so I don't want to ruin it for you because I want you to read the actual work. So I'm not going to ruin the ending. But the ending is she talks when you got because he know I'm not gonna read it. I can't. I, I, can't. I used I used to be able to read from right to left, but it's, I don't know something's wrong with my brain now. Not, I can't do it. It's broken. So, anyways, I'm not gonna read it for you. Said something's wrong with my brain, and yet you still have to tell people my brain's broken. You just said it. you agree with me. So uh, I was saying it. No, you just decided to be a dick and try to say it before. So I said it. to give you some to give you some um, uh, some motivation. Or a or another recommendation for this uh, series because it it's only like two volumes. It's, it's a very short uh, story, and the, the novel isn't that long either. Uh, Takeshi Abata, who did the art for Death Note, if you love that art, which that art is amazing, he did the art for the manga adaptation. Adaptation. So, give it a chance. It's so much better than that than that that Hollywood tripe that that came out. It's, if it was a, if it wasn't, if it was an original work, it'd be a sci-fi classic. But because it came from such lofty heights of sci-fi ingenuity and just downright cool, it's just so cool is this series that I have to give it a D minus. Because what happened? Like really? Like do it? I still like Edge of Tomorrow. Yeah, because you didn't read the original work. Go read the original work. Or better yet, if you want to be lazy with Bernard. Go. Uh, this is a video on YouTube that does a, that does a comparison on uh, on on the, the the source material to that movie and shows you what they changed and it just makes it look really dumb. Like, you know, even better, even better than I did. They they place it they they stated more eloquently and they 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 offer more nuance to this argument as much as I mean I think I did too, but they did it better in there. They're a little more structured. So yeah, go check that out, that video. I forget who did it, but you know. Okay, um, I'm trying to remember who the hell these wrestlers are that you sent me. I know they're part of the uh, Anoe family tree. It's just like I'm trying to remember who they are now. It's so bad. I'm like, if anyone who I have to agree with this person's post, it's like you know, wrestling sucks now, and then they go back and look how bad wrestling used to be. Yeah, it's it's uh, like, bro, people just hate wrestling. It's like I don't hate wrestling. I think it's a, it's a great. It's honestly, it still slaps to this day. No, people are just people it. just want the people just want the attitude era. Attitude era is gone. Forget it, guys. I just want to say attitude era wasn't that good. I don't think they had two bros colored glasses. It was no, no, no. sexist, racist. Okay, <laughs> so this cool. man said, "What up, my nigga?" One time, <laughs> in this racist. Also, do rag. Yeah, but um, <laughs> okay. So, like I told you, I've been watching these WWE um, biographies on A and E. Stone Cold started the Attitude Era when he left. I'm pretty much, I'm pretty sure that was the end of it. Because at that point, Rock was gone. 
Cena was tipping in and out because that's when he started doing movies. He did 13 rounds and um, the Marine. The Marine. Movie. Yeah. How was the Marine? Was it really good? That was his first. That's one of his first movies. That was his second one. Um, uh, they're both rotten, but I would say 12 rounds is better than the Marine. And I wonder if he remembered working with Robert Patrick. Was it Martin Sheen in the Marine? No, it was Robert Patrick. Robert Patrick. I knew it was some big name. I was just about to say that, but you cut me off like always. I was just about to say, I wonder if he remembers working with Robert Patrick on the Marine because he played his dad in uh, Peacemaker. Oh, shoot. That was him. (laughs) Yep. Are you going to do the outro soon? Yeah, just about to. Yes, we are going to call it a wrap because Samir keeps cutting me off and I'm getting ready to do things that he's about to say. So guys, this is Bernard, a.k.a. The Scarlet Spider, a.k.a. The co-creator of Sonic with some insider trading going on. That's so no. That's, that's not That's not going to be funny. And it's not funny now. And it's definitely not going to be funny next week. Or the week after next week. Hey guys, we're taking a break for the holidays. So. Yeah. Taking a break? Yes! We're taking we re- a break. Because we record after... Bro, I don't just like Thanksgiving. You I don't like Thanksgiving, but I want to do stuff with the fam, and you are welcome to come if you want to. We'll be happy to have you. Please come. So yeah, I mean, we're gonna we're gonna put that up in the air, guys, because Samir Samir just trying to be lazy. But um, yeah, we're the Angry Blurs. And, yeah, and uh, join us next time. Same Blur channel, same Blur network. Where we may or may not be back next week. I don't know. No, so we're we'll definitely not going to be back. We'll see you guys the first week of um, December. So live long and prosper. Uh, please eat responsibly. Okay, we're not children anymore. Just eat your fill. And, you know, maybe, you know, not so many carbs and sugar. Diabetes is real. It's running rampant out here. Yeah, my mom's trying to get me to come down there. I don't know if I'm coming. She's like, I don't want you to be, you know, by yourself because you know. You what makes you feel happy? Let's go stay home. But anyway, guys, marathon a movie series, marathon something. I got work Friday. That sucks. Balls. Calling sick. Nah, I can't do that. New job. Who needs to me in service on a goddamn holiday? After Thanksgiving, Black Friday isn't a holiday. I didn't say I was working on Thanksgiving, but um, People yeah. Deuces. Peace and all that grease. How'd it go? Peace and the peace, chicken grease. I don't remember. Whatever. Bye.